Alright, welcome everybody to the Angry Wargamer Roundtable Podcast. Need to shorten that name somehow. <laughs> you just go by the letters. I'm the Angry Wargamer, Jason. We got Drew. Yo. And Orlando. What's up? Orlando, what are we, what are we calling you? That's fine, I don't care at this point. We already fucked it up before. Yeah, that's true. I just call him Lando, it's just easier that way. Lando Calrissian, also known as the traitor. This is episode three for us. And I want to uh, say something before we even start this, because I know that even though I haven't published it yet, but it will be published, episode three, we're going to get some backlash on. And I want to point out that um, we're not bullying people that smell, (laughs) and we're not bullying people that just can't take care of themselves. These are our opinions, and if you don't like them, just stop listening. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) My name's on it, and I just don't give a fuck. (laughs) So... With that being said, we're going to go into episode three, and this seems to be more of like an industry-focused um, gaming podcast. I guess industry in general from uh, what we got here in our notes. So where do we want to start? Okay, this will be easy since we might as well, uh, since we are doing a streaming and a podcast, uh, Nintendo is retracting its partner program. Nintendo Creators Program is no longer a thing on YouTube, or will no longer be a thing at the end of the year. They're replacing it with a brand new program that was a quote-unquote content creator friendly. Yeah, so uh, apparently I was part of the Nintendo Creator Program, and I didn't find out about this until uh, I found out from Drew, what, two days ago? Yeah, just about... Yeah, so this is the email that they sent me. They said, uh, I want to share some news with you. We are ending the Nintendo Creator Program to make it easier for you to make and monetize videos to con- that contain Nintendo game content. We will no longer ask you to submit your videos to the NCP, and we uh, and you can continue showing your passion for Nintendo as long as you adhere to the Nintendo guidelines li- located here. And they give you a link. Uh, the NCP will come to a close at the end of December 2018. Please note that we are no longer accepting videos and channels and will not review any that have been submitted, but not yet registered. All registered videos and channels will end their affiliation with the NCP by December 6, 2018, and revenue generated through that date will be paid to your registered PayPal account by February 2019. We appreciate and encourage your continued support. Uh, thank you for your dedication to helping us create smiles. I don't see it as a bad thing. Uh, they're basically giving the money back to the creators. Um, they're not generally. Yeah. Sp- generally, this is um, being considered a huge, um, a huge win for YouTube content makers. And you know what? I can I can agree with that, especially with how so many um, so many developers and companies constantly backlashing against content creators for even having the remotest bit of um their ips being used in any way yeah it's about time I and mean, nintendo was often um criticized for being one of the biggest offenders of this category so i'm glad at least they amongst all people are finally easing up a bit well i mean they're easing up a bit but it says that you're only permitted to Use Nintendo game content that has been officially released, so or no. from or promotional material. So if you still get like a an early copy, but you're not like 
It's not promo material. I guess you still can't upload it. I well, mean, that's supposed to. Aren't you automatically looped into an in, in, in an undisclosure agreement when that kind of stuff happens, anyways? Like, say you actually do a review through your you, through your YouTube channel, and at any point, aren't you bound basically by taking it to hold off on actually get, releasing it within that blackout date? I guess um, it'd be referred to as the. I think so. I mean, release date. Re, well, there's actually there's a name for the time when you can't do it. I can't remember. There's an actual official name. Something um, complicated and stupid. Because I know guys like um, <clears throat> Dashy, and I, I'm assuming Boogie, the same thing applies to them. They might get the copy like a week early, but they it's only like a couple of days before that they're allowed to. That's why, like, like play. That's why usually they're they get they get uh if they get a game copy uh a copy of a game that has not been released in advance, they have to wait at least until a few, if not. On the day of release, before they can actually um, upload their videos about it. Well, I mean, the only glaring thing that I see in these guidelines, um, it says you are not permitted to imply or state that your videos are officially affiliated or sponsored by Nintendo, and then they reserve the right to remove any content they believe unlawful, infringing, inappropriate, or not in line with these guidelines. Fuck. So I so, can't curse yeah. in my goddamn video. Basically, Fuck! yeah. I, I mean, they're pushing. I mean, Nintendo is more of a kid-friendly thing, but they, they're offering some games on there that are not very kid-friendly. I mean, fucking Fortnite, Wolfenstein. They're, they're like, becoming. Like they're becoming less censor-heavy than fucking Sony is. That's a weird shift in sand right there. Sony yeah. was putting more adult contact out for years, and then all of a sudden there happened to be this weird self-censorship they've been doing. A lot of games that they've had that have just been censored honestly so they're pulling a nintendo from the 80s effectively and it seems very confusing and i think it had it kind of started to go along with the fact that uh you know the weird play asia backlash that happened uh, like a year or two ago with you know that whole controversy that where you know they weren't going to start putting out or making it available in the u.s a lot of the singapore or japanese release games because it's they just didn't want to deal with you know the FCC or dealing with, you know, enraged parents, etc. They just wanted to push that shit off. And I know there's more to it than that, but I don't really want to delve into the the, the identity politics, you know, we have enough sexuality right bullshit. Now. Which is funny. Wrong. I mean, which is funny because I was just watching a thing about Bethesda where they just permabanned a group of guys that were running around the game for Fallout 76 saying that they were going to eliminate all gays. And, like, it got reported, and it got on Twitter, and they lifetime banned the whole group of people. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. What are they going to do? I wonder if... The, I, I wonder if they'll be able to catch them again after, you know, they change their IP addresses. <laughs> you know, there's only so many times you can do that. And that also means they still have to buy a fresh copy of the game in some manner. Yeah. So, every time they do this, they're just giving Bethesda more money. And I think at that point, you're just kind of... You're, you're killing the point to all well, of it. Just, it just seems weird if, that, like, if they're trying. You know, if they do that, maybe they'll finally be able to afford those goddamn bags that they promised people. Uh, oh, <laughs> those yes. Those canvas bags? Yeah, yeah get, right. I, That was part of that video, too, and I didn't get that far. Yeah, so, the, the canvas versus nylon. Yeah. So the funny part is, is like a lot sorry, of people... Uh, sorry, quartering. I, I didn't watch your whole video. I'll go back and watch it later. Not like you're going to listen to this anyway. I actually <laughs> did watch his video, and it was... Uh, his statement on it was, was he really didn't... 
his thought was is like the people who are going to purchase that this kind of stuff like the nylon bag really doesn't matter to your whale your your whales your heavy spenders in any given IP yeah so they bought it for the helmet and the steel book they probably didn't give a shit about the bag now the ones who did actually because occasionally you get somebody who's just like you know what I don't buy special edition or limited edition things yeah. I love Fallout and they're giving me some really cool shit. I'm going to buy it for the swag this time, and I'll spend the 170 I believe it was, for the big 200 bucks. Now, 200 big ones straight across. Well, what do they charge for the Pip-Boy? Remember with the special edition well, with the Pip-Boy? I want to say the Pip-Boy was a buck fifty, but I could be wrong. So they charge you more for the canvas bag than they did for a piece of plastic? Well, essentially, it's because it was a <laughs> piece of plastic. Cause, well, they're both technically a piece of plastic, because... <laughs> It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. What it was. It was supposed to be nylon, or it was uh, canvas, but it was canvas. nylon. Yeah. And, and it looked like shit. And if you compared it to the pictures that they actually showed, and the actual, it's it's straight up false advertising. If you really want to get down to brass tacks, but you know the majority of the money was in the helmet that they made. Yeah. So why the hell are you being? Why the hell would you be? You know, pissed off about it? Because it's still included in the package. Everything should be of the quality that you're saying it is. Yeah. Of course, otherwise... Work in retail for more than five, <laughs> for more than a year, and you'll know people bitch about any little any little bit of minutiae that you fuck up on in your advertising. They don't, they don't care. They're going to get theirs which whether is, they want to Which is actually not. funny, because I have a hard drive with me tonight that um, was labeled wrong <laughs> during like the Black Friday sale, so I got like double the storage for half the price, which oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, you got it labeled wrong, and I didn't really make a huge stink about it. I was just like, hey, uh, it's labeled wrong, and then the manager came out like, okay, we'll offer it to you that for that price, and I was like, all right, well, if you were to tell me that it was just labeled wrong, I would have paid full price for it, and he still gave it to me. So, <clears throat> well, you you and I also worked in retail for a good portion of our lives, where it's like we don't want to be those assholes. Yeah, we don't want to be the the woman with the side haircut who speaks to the manager all the fucking time because well, I even, she needs to have it exactly the way she needs it. The funny thing was, I didn't even ask for the manager. I just told them I was just like, hey, I think it's labeled wrong, like giving them like a heads up more than anything. And then they came back and said they were offering me the price. So I was like, I mean, I mean I'm not gonna be mad about it, but. They can't tell. You will never know how a person's going to react. You may be. You may have just been a customer that will explode immediately upon being uh, um, presented with uh, a false item. Uh, or, I mean, don't, don't get me started on blowing up on people. I freaking yelled at Culver's because they couldn't hear me through the freaking drive-through. So <laughs> you're, you're talking to someone who has to do special request orders for food every time he goes to a McDonald's or a fucking Burger King because the, the people who live in my house just can't deal with condiments. And every time they fuck it up, I have to go back to the drive-thru, twice as pissed as I already was. And they don't ever really compensate me anymore. I think they know me too well at this point. We're just like, eh, he ain't gonna fucking argue I actually, with us. I actually told Chipotle the last time, because it took four times to get my order right. And I, I told them when their corporate finally contacted me, they're like, well, we'll give you more bowls. And I'm like, why? So you can mess up a fifth and sixth time? I'm like, just give me my money back. I'm not going back to that location. Like, well, you can use First this at any all, location. Why are you eating at Chipotle? Because I like you, Chipotle. Uh, you, you, you like gastrointestinal distress and fake Mexican food? Yes. Okay. I stopped going there, but I found a new burrito place that's freaking amazing. Yes, so I'm like, better I better places burrito. out there. <laughs> well, you know, the wife likes Chipotle, so we go to Chipotle. But You know, she could get X-Lax for the same effect. You know, <laughs> it's probably 100% true. Sorry, um, my cynicism comes out when it comes to that kind of shit because it's felt feels like every other year it's like, well, they found more E. coli in Chipotle, but they're still open. How the fuck are you still the, open? The, the romaine lettuce thing just freaking drives me nuts. And it's just like, it's like, yes, I'm safe from romaine lettuce. Like, I'm not dying this time. Sorry. 
I, I mean, eventually, once they get to the once they get to the kale, then the hipsters all die. And I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's the trade off there. <laughs> Try and look at it at the optimistic viewpoints. Sorry, <laughs> well, I'm a bit I'm a bit dark today. You're just gonna have to roll. Oh, with it. only a little bit. Huh? I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hey, it's better than me. I almost fell asleep on the way here, so we're good. <laughs> I mean, as long as you made it into the parking lot, you know, not sideways, I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy. Well, Plenty I, of soda I, here, fill up. I park, yeah, I park in the cul-de-sac, so we're all Yeah, we're pass all right. that shit over here. Just, I know this is going to be a long night. <laughs> it's not going to be that long, but yeah, it's probably yeah, I th- long Hey, night. I think we chip away pretty comfortably. I think every time we do this, we get a little bit more streamlined in the... Yeah. Well, I mean, we just went on like a ten minute tangent that wasn't related to the Nintendo program, but well, we also <laughs> allow we also allow ourselves to kind of go where the where we the, need to the, improvise and go with the flow because otherwise we're gonna be stale as fuck, and, and we, we know you're not here for that. And we won't hit that three hour mark that we've been hitting lately. Hey, we got it to two forty five in the last one, and you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I didn't even edit that one. Condensed, like, but goddamn, was it amazing? Go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Once it uploads, or of course. listen to it for that matter. And it is currently it will be on Podbean. No, you can it, you can watch it. On Podbean. Is it on Podbean now? The second one's not on Podbean. The first one, yeah, we're moving. First one's on Podbean. We're second one will be on Podbean, and the third one will be there whenever the hell people wake up to do it yeah we're moving stuff to podbean so if you want to like share links and stuff if you actually listen to our shit my I mean, somebody is because i i mean i have like what 20 or 30 views on youtube so unless it's us listening to our, each other for i don't seven circle. or eight times no, I've only i don't listen to it once but I, don't, I, I don't circle jerk and that's three hours out of my day so i gotta gotta divvy that out between that and the you know six magic the gathering channels i watch and yeah it's just uh, eventually it I kind of pater, peters off somebody well, Plus, I have the original MP3, so whenever I want to listen to it, I just put it on my fucking phone, anyways, because it's already there. Well, that's why I, I do share. I do share it as well with my friends. So if they if they ever get interested, they'll watch it. Uh, my statement is we should have it on both because the better better coverage, the, the more coverage, the better. One of the things yeah. that I always was pissed off about was like it'll be on there. A lot of the people that I would listen to, like when I was listening to Mundane Matt more more frequently, he started doing a podcast as kind of a buddy thing to his actual YouTube channel. But because he was becoming more money focused, he stopped doing the RSS feed for his for his podcast. Thankfully, shortly after that, the YouTube Red became available, so I was still able to listen to a shit in podcast form because I don't need to stare at his ugly mug all day. It isn't necessary for me to do that while I'm driving. Yeah, I mean the um, the, the only thing I mean I mean I've, I've been listening to Jeremy from Unsleeved Media and the Quartering, and the only reason I like his videos because they're short, like ten minute videos, and they get the news, and then I can move on, watch something else, and then I can come back to another one of his videos. Like I don't have to. But it's a because it's a video format. Mm-hmm. If it was like a, a radio format, like you know, podcast or whatever, I could just toss it on at work and listen to it and then deal with it. That's what I do. So. That's what I did when listening to our podcast. I listened to it while I was at work. <laughs> so did I while yelling at you because I wasn't there. <laughs> at least there's at least you enjoyed yourself. And at I did. that point, I really I that's that's what I would uh, I'd go for at that point. Now the the second topic we were going to look into, and it kind of works well with the upcoming Smash release, but. For other stuff too, because it, it, it's a general thought process. This is like the leaks. How does how do people in the, in the in our lovely little half circle, quarter circle, whatever the fuck we are, slice a moon? How do you feel about leaks in general when it comes to games? It doesn't matter what it is: video games, ter- uh, terrestrial uh, tabletop gaming, traditional games, card so, games. How do you feel about leaks in general? Let me let me start with movies because 
this is probably my hot topic because it, it, it generally pisses me off because people don't like to tell me because they don't want to be that spoiler guy. Look, if I'm asking you about the movie, I'm either going to watch it or I'm not going to watch it. So if you spoil something, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> like, if I'm generally asking about it, freaking tell me. Like, if you told me that in Star Wars, freaking Kylo kills Han Solo... And if you haven't seen it yet, you can go fuck yourself. What? Because, yeah, exactly. 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 We're, no, if you would have told don't me... don't do spoiler warnings here. Yeah. You were going to get, you're going to get sideswiped by it. You're just going to have to play the odds on this one. We will, re- we will spoil everything. You From get... Logan's run to the newest Star Wars, if we've seen it, you're just stuck with it. I'm sorry. The next thing you know, you're going to tell me That's that the lone Texas Ranger old... stars Chuck the, Norris. The, 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 frequency that we, the frequency that we record these things, like, if you get sideswiped by it... That's your own damn fault. <laughs> that's, that's how it's I, I'm, I'm unempathetic to anybody's plate at this point. I've no, had someone, but... I've had someone unfriend me and block me on Facebook because I joked about spoiling something from Dexter when it was on. Yeah, that's right. I, I made I up. Still haven't seen Dexter. I made up. Don't care, man. It's I made not... up a, a season synopsis and they blocked me. And I'd been friends with them for years. I'm like, that yeah. is some petty shit right so, there. So I don't mind leaks. So like. With the Smash thing, they're not really leaks. The way I see leaks is that it's basically, if the company's not putting it out, it's free promo for that company. The problem the reason, with it is, the, is there's a hype buildup that they have they rely on. There are the, the reason why he mentions that is because, especially when it comes to Smash Bros. in particular, um, ga- gamers outside Nintendo like to figure out as much as they can about it before Nintendo announces them and then releases that information. But that's for, like, more monetary reasons. I think they do it for... It's like they want the attention. No, it's not of course. because they want well, a leak. It's there was they want rumors the going around. There was rumors going around that Mexico had started um, releasing the copies of Smash Bros. early to their, uh, to their customers. And in response, Nintendo had decided to um, to prohibit Mexico, no, to prohibit all all Nintendo related merchandise sales to Mexico. Okay, that is some hardcore shit right there. Well, okay, so that now again, those are rumors that has not been confirmed, right? Because it, that's, that's company, pretty crazy. It seems to, like the company's well, self preserving themselves because if there's. It sounds like they're more pirated copies, copies instead of legit copies. No, they're, they're not legit. They're Were not they really, dude. People, a lot of these companies like they get their game. They, they get, get their, their games. game shipments a week before. Oh, I know. I make, the, I make the deliveries. Yeah, I make the delivery. I know when the stuff's coming they, in. They're just not supposed. They're just in a non-disclosure agreement, so they're not supposed to, you know, start distributing those well, copies this early. Is what I didn't understand, especially with Smash Brothers. So, I bought the special edition Smash Brothers. Switch mm-hmm. for the logo. I got it for my kid for his for birthday slash Christmas. I haven't opened it yet, but it got released in like November, like the first week of November. Yeah, the I'm game very pissed off out, about that. The game doesn't come out till December, but you can't download it till December anyway. Yep. So you have the game, you have the system, but you can't do anything with it. No, you can't do anything with it, Smash Bros. wise. Smash Bros. wise. And I'm just like, what was the point of that? Like, why didn't you just release it on the date as a special edition thing? Yeah, I could have had both the damn the, the two systems that I was going for, but no, that ain't happening. They've been doing sorry, the babe. thing with this is they've been doing a quote unquote pre-release digital system 
thing for a while. Like, if you wanted to pre-buy any games that they're putting out in the next six months, in a lot of cases, you could pay for it now. And the day it becomes active, sometimes a little before, like, they'll let you start downloading it even earlier. Yeah, you I can think... just start downloading it. It's not yeah. uncommon. You can get angry about the fact that you got no, the but, system but before, why, then, yeah, but, but, and you the have whole, the stupid the, code. Well, that's not what I was mad about. So when I pre-ordered the system, there was no release date on it. So I oh, thought... Yeah, yeah, right. There so wasn't. So there wasn't a release date on it. So I thought I was getting it to, at December around my kid's birthday. That's so what I thought, So when they called too. me and they told me my system was in, I was like, what do you mean my system's in? I'm like, I can't do anything with this because... I can't give it to him for his birthday is not for like another month and I can't, you know, I'm in Christmas. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get it right now. So I ended up, they ended up kind of like doing some sort of deal. So I'm, it's basically on layaway, but not layaway. What? They're holding my system for me. That's basically what it is. <laughs> and I'm gonna, okay. So and it's I'm already pick, paid in full. There. Yeah. It's better that way anyways. Considering that they're doing half your work for you. So your kid doesn't, you know, accidentally stumble on it one day. Right. Exactly. I'm not saying you couldn't hide it. I, well, I, I, I still owe 50 it's, bucks it's, on the system. I didn't fully pay for it. I owe so much more. Money. Now I'm even angrier. Well, I just, I, I no, because they, I, I tried doing, I tried doing something similar to that and they would not budge with me. So oh. I had to compromise one of the, comp, one of the switch systems for it. My um, my Pissed GameStop, me off. Like, my GameStop manager loves me. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you haven't strangled him to death because you ended up with a Dark Souls copy that you can't get rid of for full credit. I actually did get rid of it. I'm sure you did. I'm I traded. Saying. I traded it in when I went to go pick up my Let's Go, which, by the way, is another topic I want to talk about because it's my it's gonna be my rant for the night. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I am loving. I'm gonna love this. So we're gonna we're gonna have a little Pokemon rant for you later on, but. No, I think I think leaks, and I think they're good. The only problem is, is when the leaks come too soon. When you have the leaks that show up and they're not, it's not a finished game. Now, mind you, the argument could be none of the games are finished because of DLC. But no, if it's if it's too soon, it's bad for the company. If it's too late, it's not. It's just it's not really anything because basically it's just free promo. Actually, that could also be considered bad because then the hype is no longer there. Right. So Some you, games can there be. Has, I, I honestly, in my opinion, and I feel the Games Workshop is like for miniatures and stuff. I feel like the leaks are like happen. They're controlled leaks. Like they don't come out like um, they actually shut down a website and then now they're like partnered with the guy. So the guy has like. He gets, like, the first info on a lot of stuff, but he can't post it for, like, a certain time. So it's like, the guy still stays in business, and Games Workshop gets the promo, and everybody's happy. So it's like, some companies, like, try to control the leaks, and that's why, in, like, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on and be like, they do it on purpose. Like, it's not something people stumble on, it's, it's on purpose. That doesn't <laughs> feel tinfoily to me, you're not wrong. It's, it's a PR thing, and in a lot right. of cases it is, it is. But there's a difference between... You know, oops, I dropped it on the floor. It'd be a shame if someone picked it up. And gross negligence on the part of a distributor right. or a manufacturer. Like like MTG, it's not it's not intentional. They just fucking suck at what they do. They, it's one of it, no really. It's I, I'm tell you, I, I keep hearing about it on on uh, on YouTube all the time. It's like Wizards leaked and Wizards had another leak again. Three months before their newest fucking set, newest fucking set comes out, and it, you know this, it was because you know a you know a factory worker for their pressing company ran off with a fucking roll of uncut sheets and posted the uncut sheet online. Oops. Yeah. It doesn't feel calculated. It feels incompetent. Well, when you have 
Okay, so when the company... Games Workshop produces their own stuff. Yes. I'm... Bethesda produces their own stuff. Square Enix produces their own stuff. Nintendo produces a lot of their own stuff. So when it comes down to the companies that are producing their own stuff, I think it's more controlled. When you have a third party, because I guarantee Hasbro sends it to a printer, mm-hmm. and then it comes back from that printer, anybody with a third company, that shit's going to get leaked because now you have a completely unrelated company dealing with your product. Yeah, who doesn't fucking care or have a vested interest in your business model. Exactly. You do have a point, but there... And speaking of Square Enix, um, that's the one thing that uh, that I I will agree with you on and how detrimental it can be if a leak leak is caught too early. Um, Say, for instance, the Final Fantasy VII that was... um, the remake that was uh, leaked out a few years ago. Um, they have time and time again have mentioned in interviews that that leak was, that it was way too early for them to ever make an announcement on that. Right. But the leak was caught months before by, no, by a, by a third party and placed it in the new, no, and, and, and kept right. promoting that. That's what I'm saying. If it's too early, it's, it's definitely yeah, because, because of it, product. the hype grew too large but and then, the project was incomplete. But then you have then you have the opposite effect with um, Spider Man with the Spider Man for the PS4. Everyone was like, "Oh, these graphics are amazing, amazing!" And then the final product wasn't what was leaked, even by the company, because they said that they needed to become a faster game. So they took down some of the rendering and changed changed the lighting. But everybody freaked out. Why? There was no reason to freak puddles. out. The game's still pretty good. They freaked out about puddles. Right, that's Fucking it. Puddles, yeah, puddles, puddles. Because that's, they, this is why. well, for some fans, that you could say it was almost going towards the alien colonial marines sort of uh, scenario where fucking puddles. The game is the best game since the since fucking Spider Man Two for the PS One. Right, and people are bitching about puddles. That's where we're at now. Yeah, I because. Uh, I want to play the graphics, game, and these people are bitching about frame rates and graphics and shit, and I don't fucking care. Your TVs Red don't play Redemption in 4K. Too. Your TVs do not play in 4K. I don't care what anybody says and puts on their damn product. Your TV does not play in 4K. You do can you cannot see in 4K. <laughs> your graphics do not matter. <laughs> it, it's a fuck. It, it's it's a weird like pride point, and I fucking I don't care. Right. And uh, and again, that's going to make me seem archaic. I'm fine with that. I'm an old man who just looks at this and goes, is it a fun game? Yes. Actually. Does it not glitch and I not end up in a fucking puddle? In a puddle. <laughs> Come full there circle. You go. Do I not end up in the ocean on accident because I swung too far in a direction? You actually, I think, can. That doesn't the become... best one was the dude who actually flung himself out into the ocean and he ended up he ended up doing a barrel roll on top of the on top of the water. I did he see. I saw that video. I'm like, that's a fun glitch. <laughs> Finding glitches and uh, and Sonic 06 are a completely different experience. If you play the game, if you if you came if you play the game straight, it's an absolute shit fest. But if you're looking just to see how broken it is, you can have a great time with it. That's why games even like Sonic Boom could be, even be a great time, just because you know the game is going to be terrible if you play it straight. But if you just play it for laughs, you'll find every fucking wrong thing with it to be an absolute joy to to um to experience. Look, this just don't pay just, full price. No, anything under five dollars is fine. Anyway, <laughs> um, isn't Fallout isn't a Fallout seventy six like twenty bucks now? Uh, yeah, they plummeted their price, especially in Great how Britain. How long it's, has it been out now? That's uh, not, about, not even a fucking month yet, right? Nope. It's no, been about three and a half weeks now. Jeremy was talking about that again. 
apologize to the quartering and unsleeve media for not watching your full videos. <laughs> he's not Jesus, no matter no matter how luxurious he thinks his beard's getting. No, he's not <laughs> Jesus, but he's the only word, he's really the only source of entertainment that I'm getting so far. As and DeFranco, and I can't really trust DeFranco anymore because of the whole shit that went on with his fucking ad agency. Oh, I don't give a shit. And people are angry at Markiplier because they're making a, a gamer-focused fucking clothing, uh, an apparel line that's upwards people, of 50 People have been bucks. pissed at Ninja, too, for the, all the Fortnite shit, because Fortnite is actually banning players that he, he is not even, like... He didn't have any control over this shit. Yeah. The best part was someone actually hacked, uh, what's-his-name's account? Was it Drake? And, uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he hacked his account, so. and, and they trolled uh, Ninja. It was pretty funny. It was that actually that actually was on stream. I actually watched that clip. I giggled a bit. Speaking of, so this is goes along with the leaks. Is that I like to watch? It's like before I buy a game, I like to watch like some playthroughs, some videos, like stuff like that before I purchase something. Now, if it's a game that I already know I'm going to buy, like let's go Pikachu or Diablo or fuck a Mario game. Like I don't need to. I don't need to watch those before I pick them up. Or play them for the 80th. Time. Yeah, I'm for sorry. the 80th. Yeah. It's okay. What we was know that the quote? ultimate deluxe the next edition one, the next, book. The next Skyrim might, might as well be like, what the fuck? And then like a, a week later, the mobile version of Skyrim came out and I texted you and I said they might as well just called it Skyrim, what the fuck? <laughs> I would have accepted that answer. Are you kidding me? For all we know, the Elder Scrolls 6 is just going to be subtitled Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim, Return to Skyrim. Let's go, Let's go back to Morrowind. Let's go back to Morrowind. I don't want to go back to Skyrim. Let's go back to Morrowind. There's so many fucking copies of, Morrow- of Skyrim. <laughs> and I haven't played any of the Elder Scrolls series because I'm, like I said, I'm not a... Western Western RPGs are one of those things that just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't have narrative, but in, in a lot of cases with, with, with that kind of shit... It's, it's the design like, around it that it's more it's more on a personal do um create-your-own-adventure sort of shtick rather than JRPGs where the... It's built around the story. The, op- the open world is cool. I like the open world format. But it does have to be kind of controlled. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, agree with that. It does. You're not wrong. That's how I feel about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think it does a wonderful job balancing between doing your own shtick and having a decent story to follow through. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you're doing your own shtick, you're still kind of contributing to the story. Yep, and that's yeah. the beautiful that's... thing about it. You don't, you're not necessarily pressured to do anything, but the story, no, but you do have your goal right there in plain view for you to do. And the it's world just... and everything's happening around you, and it's all, yeah. all the moving parts work together. That's the one right. thing that I can appreciate about it. I honestly was going to hate Breath of the Wild, and I absolutely enjoyed it just because it had such a wonderful balance. Yeah, Breath of the Wild is probably my all-time favorite Zelda game. And then and then I have to say Ocarina of Time only because I haven't played Majora's Mask like everybody tells me to. It's okay, man. They're both wonderful games. I really it's like just that. This one weird. has... one When you play Majora's Mask... You're going to wonder where did all the character development for Ocarina of Time go, and you'll be like, it went all into Majora's Mask. But they still both have wonderful stories, nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to like just having. If I can have fun with the game, it doesn't really matter. And that's matter. totally that's totally fine. That's this, just the way they go. And I was going to mention that this is also why Metacritic uh, scores are such a fucking nauseating experience. Yeah, people rely on that shit. To, I actually basically make it make their they think it's an informed decision scenario a scenario and it's like no. yes and no, 
I would, if you have a guy that you watch, or a girl that you watch, who ha- does reviews, and you trust them to make the decisions, like they maybe they have a play style that's kind of in line with you, I would say you should go more with what they say, at least tongue-in-cheek. But at the end of the day, if it's something, if it's a genre that you like, if it's a uh, if it's affordable for your budget, and you think you're going to get the value out of it, or at least be able to enjoy it, and it's not going to be a, be you know shelf bait for you, fucking play it. I don't care what ha- I don't care what anybody fucking says about a specific game. Right. If that, I enjoy it, who that's the why cares? that's why I like watching the playthroughs before I buy something because if, I feel like it takes it, away from the game itself, though. The playthrough? Yeah, I don't, not, not 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 like a full playthrough, but okay. like. You know, like, you, you catch, like, an hour or a half hour of some guy streaming on Twitch or something like that. Right, okay. So, you know, I'm not saying, like, playthrough for playthrough, but, like, you know, you, you watch the game, you're like, okay, maybe I might enjoy this, and then you go pick it up. But I think you and I are wired differently because, and I can't speak for Orlando, but I know you and I, it's like, I don't care if you spoil something for me. No, I don't it, either. Because you telling me something about it and me actually experiencing it are two separate, they're two separate parallels here right in they're my- never going to join together we're the point where i'm gonna get angry at you for fucking it up for me yeah like all if those I'm fucking people angry- that told me to play dark souls and the game fucking sucks <laughs> i don't care what anybody says i think it sucks i'm not playing there it. there was too much fucking hype for it i'm just gonna let it with that and that's perfectly fine that's perfectly fine yeah. now you want my opinion about like leaks and stuff uh i personally don't really care for me i take it by a case-by-case scenario um for the most part, for most games, I don't generally care. I and and unlike you, who would watch maybe a partial playthrough of a game to see if you it'll pique your interest. A game that I'm like on the bench, I'll actually watch full playthroughs of it just to see if there's anything about it that I'll like. And if not, then it won't matter. It's not going to be the end of the day for me because I'm not spoil. The game is not going to spoil for me. Just from watching it. A game that I end up being interested by, whatever parts that I find interesting, I'm looking forward to. Just because I now know it's there. Yeah, you're right. Because in your head you go, yeah, now I have to get to that point. Now I have to find that story. Here's here's the problem with that, though. Because it's not just story related. If If you did a game like Breath of the Wild and watched a full playthrough of Breath of the Wild... It takes the fun out because now you know the puzzles. And, and the puzzles what, are half the game. And that's where I say I take it by a case-by-case scenario. You can yeah. ask Drew here. When Breath of the Wild was announced, I avoided trailers. I avoided reviews and um, playthroughs of Breath of the Wild because I wanted nothing spoiled. This was one of the few right. times in which I said, okay, I'm not going to let anything... I'm going to go into the game completely blind. The only thing that I knew about Breath of the Wild is that it was going to be open world and mechanics similar to that of Zelda 1, which is what put me nervous in the first place because you think Dark Souls sucks? I don't care what anybody says. I say the original Legend of Zelda sucks. (laughs) And I'm not ashamed to say it. It's fucking garbage. And no, having a magazine and an instruction manual to give you hints or or a strategy guide on how the game plays is terrible fucking game design. It may have been primitive back in the day, but similar adventure games around that era was able to pull off more than what the original Legend of Zelda did. Dragon Quest. So there's no excuse, even if it is by Nintendo. I don't give a shit just how shiny that golden cartridge is. (laughs) Still better than Hydlide. Okay, yeah, well, there's that. Even Hydlide. I can't believe we have to give The Legend of Zelda the silver the silver medal for shit. 
<laughs> the, the thing with it is, is the, it's the it's the it's the rose tinted nostalgia glasses, with that kind of stuff. It's like Legend of Zelda is untouchable. It's not untouchable. You but have you have a point. I though. can go and say, it is the starting point for the specific genre of Zelda games that exist. Yeah. You have that. You have uh, Link's Awakening. You have Oracle of Seasons. Oracle of Ages. You have uh, Link's what? Awakening. I already said that. Link to, did I say Link to the Past or Link's Awakening? You said Link Link's to the Awakening. Past, and then okay. you went Oracle of Ages and Oracle Seasons. Link's Awakening, um, Four Sword Adventures, um, uh, Four Sword. It's the start it, of the. It's the start of the top down. I I think it's even. I it's just top down. The top down experience, a link between worlds, that kind of things. Yeah. I love those games, but I like them because. Well, it's the start of the franchise. I love Awake, Link's Awakening. That that game's actually really cool. It's the start of the franchise, just like the original Mario, where it was just the um, the hidden level in Super Mario Brothers with the freaking what's it called? Super Mario Brothers three, when you went over the second player and you got to like play against each other. Oh yeah, that was like the original Super Mario game for like that originally came Mario out. Mario Brothers. The, yeah, that started the genre. So it's uh, not genre, but started the franchise. Sure. So like. I mean, you you have to have some sort of respect for it because it did start the franchise. I won't deny you that I don't. To, you don't have to. I won't like deny them. that I no, have just because just just like Final Fantasy, you, you know where Final Fantasy started, but you're not going to like all of them. Thirteen, um, ten, <coughs> two, freaking mine nine. is just ten. Like, and you don't 10 have two. to like all of them. <laughs> I think a lot of people have this viewpoint where if you like uh, a specific game. There's a default to liking the whole I, the whole IP, and that's like, well, it depends on where you jumped in. Not everyone's played Final Fantasy one through six. Yeah, but if even if you go back and play them, so like the original original games, like anything on the Nintendo, like the original ones, a lot of them didn't have stories. Like the original Dragon Quest, the original freaking Zelda, the original Mario. There was no real story other than we got to save the princess. I mean, it, obviously it, Mario stayed. A, we have to save the princess. You're, you're but given a baseline, but there's no. I had to save more. the princess, but I didn't know how to be saving the same fucking princess, princess for the last thirty years. <laughs> Nobody told me that I was going to do this shit over and over again. <laughs> but it does pay for the coupons. <laughs> it's there's this there's this the fan again. It's fanboyism. It, it comes down to it, and and, and that's fine. I don't want anybody to feel like they can't have a fandom. But what Collectors ruin happen- everything. That's what? all I'm going to Collectors ruin everything. The problem with... Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You do have a point. There is an amount of... I do respect the original Legend of Zelda. I will not deny it. But I've seen too many people who... Um, who, who say that they like it. But they go much further than that. And then those who feel that they might be afraid to say that it sucks... Um, we'll say things, we'll go into the line that it's archaic in design nowadays. Sure. And I'm like, that's wanna... like, no, I mean, that's, I mean, you don't, you can go all the way and say that it sucks. There's no denying it. You there is just a, res- there's just a, res- it's just that there is a line of respect that you have for, there's, the, there's the, the, for just, the start of the, the series. There's people that have to justify saying that it sucks without saying it sucks because they're afraid of offending people. And that's what it happened. And that's kind that kind well, of I defeats the purpose. The problem ends up being is that you have the people who get pissed off because no one's the person that's making this statement, this game sucks, isn't using in their opinion, using the nuance necessary to go you, know, you know, to say, I hate I'm not happy with it because of blank. Yeah. They're just making a general statement and it feels it feels pedantic. It feels very childish. Like this game sucks. Why? Because I don't like it. 
why? No, oh, yeah, I got. And then they don't want, to, and they don't want to elaborate further. And then there's the people who are just fan, who are just fan out, like they're it's their fucking IP. And if you say anything bad about it in general, you you. But if you're you looking yourself, if you're looking for the reason to why it sucks, I think that, that it's kind of the problem. If somebody says this sucks, okay, and if you go why and you get angry that they don't tell you why they don't like it, they just say it sucks. You're part of the problem, I think. Because, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Because, but because you're trying to defend... At that point, you're trying to defend the IP, even if you're not trying to defend the IP. You know what I mean? Like, if the person generally just hates the game, they're going to hate the game. Like, I, I'm telling you, Dark Souls sucks. I have my reasons. But if all I have to say to you is Dark Souls sucks, and then you're going to try to defend it to me, that conversation is going nowhere. Because my attitude is not going to change about how I feel about that game. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, and, and you're, 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 your, your judgment of the game shouldn't be changed... Just because somebody else is a huge fanboy about it. Now, my response to that would be, are you intentionally hunkering down because they're trying to change your mind? Or is it just, this is the way you feel about it, and you've tr- well, look, you've gone through all of the notions, and you've done what, everything that everyone else told you to do. is like, you have to play it this way, you gotta do right. this, and you're yeah. just like, it sucks. I gave, I gave it a chance, I gave Some it a second do it chance. spite, and I just want to make I sure. Gave, in your I gave opinion. it a third chance, and now I'm just, no, it sucks. Yeah. I don't have to give a reason anymore. I'm never going to like the game. We're never playing the game. Don't defend it to me. In the first pod- <laughs> and well, in our first podcast, you also explained why you didn't like it. Oh, I did. And I you did. went into great detail. So, I mean, you know. No. I even gave it another chance after that. And, it, and it's fine. No one, no one should feel like they need to explain themselves. But what ends up happening is people get spiteful. Or it's just like, you know, this game sucks and I don't like it. They don't and, want... And, and when, some, when they notice that someone's trying to, you know... It, it, it's it, it's kind of this. We, they want to bring you into the fold of the fandom, yeah. so it's just like, no, you really should try it this way. And there's this like lockdown that people do. Was like, no, it sucks, and you can go the fuck away and fuck yourself. And it's just like fanboys do not want to be, um, do not want their games to be unjustifiably hated. Well, if you created a game out of those two twins from Final Fantasy IX, and you tried to sell it to me. I tell you to go fuck yourself because I hate those characters so much. But at some point, that's how I say. That's how I feel point, about Vanille from Final Fantasy Thirteen. Right, you try and make a game centering around Vanille, fuck you. But at the same time, <laughs> I'd probably still gave the game a shot, just not right away. You know what I mean? Like, but if you tried to tell me that the game is going to be freaking amazing with the two twins finishing each other, whatever bullshit they were doing, no. No, flat out no. <laughs> but at some point, yeah, I might give it a shot, but I'm not going to take your word for it. I might go, I'm going to give it a shot and pick it up. I'm not going to be coerced into doing it. That's, you're not wrong. Don't tell me what to do. That's what ends up happening. You, there's, there's this resistance where it's like, they, there's, there's push, and there's like, I'm just going to lock down. I don't give a shit what you say. I don't care how justifiable your your, your thought process is. No. And, it's, and, and, and that, it, it I mean, never creates... politics, too, though. I, I mean... Oh, I don't even know. We, we ain't start with that can of worms again. Now we have another can of worms to open, kids. We're going to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. Which oh, great. You brought politics to this shit. You're yeah. not wrong, actually. I didn't do it. I didn't put it on the list. I did. I, in fact, I'm the, probably the one person that didn't look anything up that we're talking about today. <laughs> well, kids, and I actually have a guy I watch named Dreamcast Guy who uh, actually did a uh, debate with one of the creators of the newest God of War, 
And that was that was intriguing. The term entitled was tossed around so many times that I actually had to stop listening. So like gamers are entitled. Oh goody. Goody goody gumdrops. I need you to say that over and over again with from different angles. We're not entitled if we're spending sixty dollars on your damn game. As far as I'm concerned, that's all I owe you is the sixty dollars for the damn game. Right. And your and if your response to me is but we have all these skins and stuff, my response is going to be, I don't give a fuck. Why do I need my game what? to look good? It already looks good. Why do I fucking need to change what it looks like? If you're not simple, willing... because they're going to go ahead eventually degrade that, make it look worse, just so that you can buy the better version. And that's the that's the way we that's the way um, certain developers nowadays. I'm not going to say all of them. It's a, it's uh, the AAA industry d- as a whole, though. Now it seems that way. Like yes. Red Dead Redemption. With their microtransactions, they said they weren't going to do. Are you talking about for Red Dead the, Online? Yeah, the yeah. ones when they decide where reviewers were saying, "Nope, there aren't any in there," and then they snuck them in there like a week and a half later. Like Star Wars for EA, they took them out and then they put them right back in. I think they put them in. Did they put them back? In? I I refused to buy. Yes, a game. they did. They for Battlefront Two. Yeah, they they suspended them temporarily when the backlash was in its, was at its peak, and then when it started to die they, down they a bit, they, they put them right back in. So they did put them back in. Well, only for only for a moment because eventually they took it out entirely. But that did not save the game because, of course, it didn't. You fucked it up. You fucked it up the first time. That meant no, that meant the customers were not going to be happy with it, no matter what you do with it after. I didn't buy it because of that. <laughs> there, I have games in that I have that are FTP, free to play games. Yeah. That have uh, have transactions in them. Now, in my opinion... League of Legends being one. Lol. Um, I played DFO. They have microtransactions. Um, I think even uh, Heroes of the Storm has microtransactions. Paladin has transactions like that. Um, so does uh, Hearthstone. 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 Warframe! Warframe has it. We're, we could just rattle them all off, but really, these are all free-to-play games. It's built into the framework that that's how that's going to work. In fact, it's and a lot of people like to throw the play-to-win thought process into it. Yes and no, depends on the game you're talking about. I, with Hearthstone, because I play it, I'm not Hearthstone, playing... Hearthstone, League of Legends, none of those are, none of those are pay-to-win. No, because no. all you're buying is fucking characters. Or cosmetics. Or cosmetics. Right. But it's still, it's a free-to-play game, and they need to pay the bills somehow. Right. That's linked into the business model, and I'm fine with that. When you have games where... Okay, if you if you put, took out all the special edition, the you know game of the year editions, the steelbook editions, all that fucking fluff that you pay for on the front end, and you're just talking about the sixty plus dollar game you're paying for, why am I paying any more than that? Why would I pay more than that? And it, the and money the, you make on that should have been enough to make a profit, pay your staff. And be done with it, and, and start, then start your next uh, start your next project, right? Because you're still making re- you're still making revenue off of it as people continue to buy the buy game it. over the course of years. Right. There's GTA is GTA Five still breaking fucking records because people are still buying the fucking game. No, I but here, I don't I don't know when it started, but it bugs the shit out of me that you have to buy a game and then add stuff to it. Fighting games back in the day. If they wanted to add fighters, you got a new game. Right. That's how that worked. There was no DLC. And this is this is my gripe with Smash Brothers. This is my gripe with Street Fighter V. This is my gripe with any fighting game where they have to add a character later on and make you spay, spend 10 bucks. Wait a minute. There's not 50 characters or 
fucking ten characters that I paid five dollars for. You have a roster of over a hundred that I'm paying sixty sixty dollars for, and now I got to pay five dollars for one character. What did you do to change that? You couldn't code that in originally. No, you want the extra money afterwards. Am I still gonna buy it? Yeah, because I want the full roster. But at and the that's same where time, they fucking get you. They they grab you by the balls and they say, "Well, you know, you can get this." You can get this full game, this full gaming experience, or you can get the plus gaming experience. Yeah, and, they, and they, it's and it fucking grinds me. But remember it, when unlocking it characters, degrades, it devolves the full game. Ex- it devolves the plus experience into the true full experience that they just pretend we'll to sell the topic, you. The buy-in for the we went to the buy-in experience, the gaming experience buy-in. It, 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 we can shift <laughs> back and forth because yeah. it's, it's, st- it's we're still talking about the concept of loot boxes. And DLC and all yeah. that shit. So it's all it's all amalgamous at this point. We're, what we're ta- the aspect we're talking about. Right. Go ahead, Orlando. No, it's just to send um, when he was discussing about the fighting game roster sort of thing. Um, essentially, they devolved the um, the concept of uh, DLC from something that should simply add and enhance the full game experience into something that's now necessary for just for the game to feel the complete package because they've been gutting they've been gutting their games gutting games generally over the past <coughs> decade and a half just so that they can sell the um more and more portions of it back to us as content it's fucking ridiculous well, like okay. your your discussion was on um with uh with fighting games one of my particular pet peeves right now is with pack and slash games they in particular in particular Koei Tecmo's hack and slash games where all they fucking do is cut off so much content where they now sell it back to you what used to be in previous in previous installments as DLC and not just selling the and not just selling the what was cut off but also selling you the same shit for for at least a console generation now the same fucking well, content was, over and over. You're gonna have to explain what game. Dynasty are. Warriors Nine. Okay, removed so many. No, wait, hold. Have, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, Dynasty Warriors Nine removed had um the biggest um as one person would say homogenization of characters where they were removed of their um their unique move sets and given clone weapons to go with. Some many characters with their iconic, you know, with some of their most iconic weapons, gone to give it something a bit more generic. A guy who had sold to you later, yeah, sold back to you, and they were, and people were fucking, were fucking floored. Especially, it's especially insulting where new characters got introduced into that game as well with unique move sets, with unique weapons. But you had to go ahead and gut the gut off um, major characters' weapon sets anyway. So I want you to play the new stuff. But here's my gripe with the Warrior franchise. They sold me, not really sold me. I own. I don't mind Dynasty Warriors. I play them on and off. I'm not like a huge fan. It's a hacky slash type game. Whatever. It's not. Let's before we. 
It's not for everyone. Let's get the no. hell out of the way. It's not for everyone, and I am it's perfectly a, fine with it. it. Warriors fans are perfectly fine for it, having a franchise that's not for everyone. It's, a fun, mindless, it's it. a fun, mindless game for me. That's what it is. And that's but fine. That's how I feel about it. It's the only way that I can enjoy Fire Emblem. Because I hate the Fire Emblem like thing. So I don't know anything about Fire Emblem other than what I got from Fire Emblem Warriors. Right? Same game different skin they sold me the exact same game hyrule warriors with the legend stuff for full price not a dlc i spent 65 dollars on one game and 65 dollars on another game same type of game different skins that's all they did they didn't really change shit same thing the maps never really changed you get you get a different story because every character's got their own little story but I bought the same game. That's what I'm mad about. And the only reason I bought both of them is because I bought Hyrule Warriors because I like the Zelda franchise. So for me to play as the Zelda characters, I thought that was kind of cool. Fire Emblem I bought because maybe I thought I wanted to try to figure out the Fire Emblem lore and I hate the tactic style game. So that was a good way for me to learn their lore. Well, You still wanted to try lore. and appreciate the, the meat the without having to worry right. about the... The the, the the drag your ass across the battlefield right. strategy aspect of right. it. Right, but don't sell me the exact same fucking game. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, you could have given me something different. Like, now, Except now, that's what Dynasty Warriors is all about. Or offer, me half the, or offer me a DLC at half the price just to change the skin. Now, I'm going to make I'm gonna make you feel real bad about this because I, I, we have to get back to the original one. Now, the FTC itself is, is, is been, has been uh, sparked to investigate... Uh, loot boxes. Now, is this does this go along with last time's European? Yes. Investigation. Okay. Yes. This is part and parcel to what happened. I think it was in Belgium. Is it all sparked in Belgium with FIFA? With with the FIFA nonsense. And but moreover, the there was other aspects to it with with that kind of stuff. Where the the FTC finally stepped in and was like, um, "We're pretty sure this is probably gambling, so we're going to investigate this and see if that's the case." Because you're selling these games to minors, and if you're selling this to minors and you're doing gambling, well, we uh... have you showered. Uh, at some point, yes. Okay, what? good. No, I'm just, <laughs> just making. He's making we remember your four. He's remembering remember your four. You. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Is... <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> That's going on this weekend, by the way. Midwest Fur Fest. I got invited to do the security, and I said absolutely not. Oh, we have the same friends, I imagine. I'm sure we do. I'm like, there's no way. We, just don't, we don't just randomly hang out together just because we don't have the same friends. Yeah. We just show up at the same spot. The you know, problem whatever. is, is with, with gamers and nerds, there's a six degrees of separation there. It's kind of fucked up, and it's really easy to link to. I'll crack this thing like an egg. Hold on. Hold on, I got a chair for you, Bill. Give me a moment. I actually have a, I actually have this. Yes, crack. dear radio viewers, I need a large chair because I'm a large man. He gets it next to me, I'll move over. He's larger than life. That's why he only stays behind the screens of the internet. Yeah. It's like freaking Leviathan. Dankeschön. <laughs> and youth and Japan thought Godzilla was his only problem. Japan has a lot of problems. Most Phil, has, Phil has taken the field. <laughs> yeah. Mostly, you know, they're dying birth rate because they're making such super realistic porn that, like, nobody knows anyone anymore. 
I can finally buy a home at a decent interest. All I need to do is become a Japanese citizen. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go that route. I mean, there's a, there's a house right now that's for sale for 25 grand in the middle of Chicago that has pictures of it with the police raiding it. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, great. I'd love to get shot and mugged, especially being a Hispanic citizen yeah, in this and, country. And <laughs> as, much as, I, as much as I love you, Lando, um, the, the Land of the Rising Sun may have issues with your current skin tone. Oh, of course it does. When does it? (laughs) Well, that went racial real quick. Not my. It's not my problem that you know what islands. I don't know. It's a thing. thing. And if you're from islands, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, well, I'll come over there, preach at you, and then get horribly, horribly murdered. We here at Angry Wargaming do not condone racism. We do, however, find it hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's sad. It's endemic. And now let's bring everyone down because, you know, I want to make sure no one can really check which pill they should be taking. At the I think you missed, like, the first 20 minutes where I just just opened my mouth and yawned the void out into the fucking ether. I just just want to tell you, you're, you're kind of a day late and a dollar short on that. But I've always appreciative the, uh, of, another, of another pessimistic viewpoint. So I just spent the first, like, five minutes of the show telling people that if they don't like what we have to say, to go fuck themselves. So, like, <laughs> we're, already, we're already winning hearts and minds here. First off... We pulled a Dick Cheney one, on everyone. We just don't have no, the power armor suits. If you don't like our show, I command you to be celibate. <laughs> so there. I ain't have, you ain't having a good time on my watch. My sexy voice, yeah. <laughs> he brought him. <laughs> he brought him. Anyway, he came in at a good time. We're talking about the FTC yes, loot yeah. boxes. Oh. They're now investigating. They're now investigating under the loot box conspiracy. Weird. So, like the gambling thing from gambling that gambles the gambling might be gambling. Yeah, who would have thought, right? <laughs> is that know. what it is? I don't know. I don't. I didn't actually. It's a look gambling up. thing. Okay. But again, I wanted go to go ahead. back to it because well, well they, they, I think people have this hope that there's like, well, yeah, and then the FTC will investigate it, and then all DLC is going to go away. That's not how that works. Yeah, because like DLC separate for loot boxes. Sorry, they'll still let that go through. <laughs> hey, hey, remember the last time the government made everything better? Yes. I, I like the ESRP rating. Yeah. I like, I like how he looked at me and then smiled and started laughing. The ESRP. Well, technically, it, it was made by the gaming companies. Is, it, is this before or after they gassed the people coming over from Mexico? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It's the same. Around the same time, they like dropped the civilian population with LSD. Whatever. <laughs> but it, that's it, a bit tinfoily, Phil. We we already had that moment. There are documents. We did have our tinfoil moment. I had my I had the tinfoil moment today. It really wasn't that. In, it really wasn't no. that epic. We, but I guess he. I guess if you're gonna go uh, MK Ultra, which sounds like some kind of fucking terrifying arcade ca- cabinet. Father, why have I no arms? Because you're owned by a child who does not care. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, just a, why don't you ask Limless the Power Ranger? Oh, it's Morphin. Ah, where's the stock footage of him getting dismembered? Um, but no, it, <laughs> I'm sure it's in a vault. Somewhere. If you actually haven't been to the loot box thing, here, let me have your opinion on it. Here's a box, okay. Yeah. Uh, $3. Yeah. Alright, there is a chance, there's going to be five items in this box. Right. Uh, they can range from uh, useless stuff you already have that turns into in-game currency, which means nothing. Uh, cool skins that you want, um, or more like the super ultra rare skin of the happiness and fun time. Okay. Alright, here, child who has access to credit card. 
for fucking God knows who. What Hold reason. on a second. I understand this. So that's the bad side of it because you can already do this with the iTunes and stuff like that because kids can microtransaction mobile games and you can actually shut it off so that underage people cannot buy them and you need to put in a password. Now, if they did that for gaming, I'm okay with it. But here's the problem. I don't think it's gambling. You want to know why? Hmm. Because that stuff has no real-world value. CSGO, it does. That is gambling. Because those items have real-world dollars attached to them. What I would say differently is that uh, while they do not have an actual universal value, they have an intrinsic value to the person buying them. So in that way, they're gambling to try and get something they want. In the end, they're still But it's not... There's in, no monetary value, so I can't see how, like, the FTC the, or anything can regulate anything. The monetary like value is, is irrelevant. They are still pulling in a risky maneuver in hopes of getting a higher value... No, a higher value item than what they're putting in. Like, imagine you were playing slot machines, but you yeah. got nothing out of it. How often does that happen? Like, like every time you no, play no, slots. but even when you got a jackpot, <laughs> I have a oh. even when you got a jackpot, you got like an, a, an, a, a special gif of a cat dancing. Okay, nothing, that's your no reward. Money. Right. Now I'm not saying that this isn't stupid, but if you have an addictive personality, which a lot of people out there have, yeah. like a startling amount, you yeah. know that dancing cat becomes the end goal, and you start pouring money into it. Based on the many investigations and research studies that several countries have done, including Belgium, when it comes uh, to the loot box conspiracy, it's that it does have lots of manipulative and um, addicting addiction preying practices. So, so okay, it, so let's go. How many how many people here play League of Legends? Uh, I used to. Used to, did you play up to the point they did the hex tech boxes? Uh, I quit. This is around, probably within a couple of years. This, uh, all right, when was the, like I was playing around the time of the DJ so, uh, Sona skin. Okay, yeah, that was a while ago. All right, so that's how far back I was. I was so um, that was my main. League of Legends did put in a system like that where you could earn earn the loot boxes, but you had to either pay for the keys or earn the keys somehow. And it was still free to play, but you could still earn keys and loot boxes with in-game stuff. Here's the difference, though, between League of Legends and these giant freaking games. League of Legends technically has a buy-in of zero dollars. Right, that's what I'm saying. These games are $60 AAA games off the bat that you now have to go pay extra money to get content for them. Like, no, in hopes of In hopes content. of getting content. You don't even necessarily. Yeah, but that, that goes along with that goes along with the DLC stuff where you're not really, you're you're not buying content. You're buying skins. You don't have to. Yes, the all optional shit. But when you have games like Overwatch, in which its only selling point is cosmetics, and they put that through a randomized factor. Why can't the? But okay, that's first, a whole on. other story. A game like a game like a, a shooter should not have the intrinsic value of. Skins and the, yet, the gameplay and, and is yet the shooting most popular people. games in the past two years. One of the most popular shooters is Overwatch, a game that has in which its only reward system, its only rewards, are cosmetics. You're saying it doesn't belong, and yet it's one of the most popular games out there, and it makes billions. Yeah, but every like, year that's like through Street those Fighter, loot boxes. But that's system. like Street Fighter selling their costumes for their characters. <laughs> but once again. They sold their costumes directly. You don't do that in Overwatch. 
Oh, you only get the stuff through exactly. loot boxes? Yeah. You only- yeah. See, now that's a problem. That's okay. the thing. You're, you're talking Because if, if I want a specific able- skin or a specific weapon... You would be able to buy why it Why can't I just buy it? Oh, I'd be 100% right. with you. But no, you have to buy a chance to get that. A one and possibly 1,000... Of buying now, these three dollar boxes, but are the but are like the weapons and stuff game breaking? That's the question. Uh, doesn't in matter most about that. It doesn't matter. Doesn't that's, right. that's that also is, that aspect's that's meaningless. The pay to win aspect is just bullshit in general. Battlefront would give you the, the strongest argument for that. Right. Like yes, like the lightsabers and all that would be all that would be the game breaking loot boxes. Right? Some but, of them, were, but the reason why the loot boxes are so um, controversial isn't because of game breaking practices. It's just simply because usually they are the only things you can acquire certain content. Gotcha. Only, rather than being so, all, so it's like it's like buying booster packs for Magic and hoping for it's no, it's exactly instead, like instead, that. Instead it's, of buying the single outright, except it, for imagine there's no secondary market where you can buy the single. Exactly. Right. There's no there's no market for you to go buy. The single problem content. is, is a lot of these games. CS Go, there is a secondary market. That, but, that's oh. what I'm, but that becomes gambling because that gives real world value. And that's yes. that's what the argument is. That's where I can see the FTC jumping in me like that is legit gambling because now you're spending three dollars to potentially get five thousand. That's gambling. True. Very true. I think my main thing with it is that they're gonna pull the they're gonna pull the that the, even if it's not gambling, it's gambling adjacent and it is a corruption of the corruption of youth. There's already you can, always go with that. There's already strong correlation in Britain but the, but studies those, that show that children who are expu- exposed to the loot box system in video games are four no, are hundred are several dozen times more likely to develop g- gambling addictions as they get older. In fact, there is a four top from the I believe there's a four times here, increase over the past two three years. Hold on a second. The games, but the, here's here's where the argument comes in, and I'm I'm gonna advocate the devil's advocate for the gaming company. The games that have these loot boxes, CSGO, Overwatch, uh, those games, those are mature games. They have violence, death. Kids should not be playing these games. You need to be, you should be 18 or older to have to buy them. Incorrect. Overwatch is not rated M. Okay, what is Overwatch rated? Teen. Yeah. Teen? Okay, so teen. I know, but still, younger players. I got it. And, And the reason why, because it used to be rated M for mature. But because be- of but violence. they changed no, yes, but they changed it enough so they can get the ratings dropped to T. Okay, I don't know. I'm gonna have and to, if mean, you want and if you want to think, I about guess it's it, it is gambling if it's the only way that you can purchase stuff if instead you, of having to. If you want to go in further, it. if we're going with Europe here, FIFA is the biggest example. Whew. It's rated E for everyone. Anybody right. can play it anyone and most of their and most of their ways of you know, most of their games the only way to get anything is through the loot box see that's a problem it is it's be- but but i wouldn't have a problem with it if they offered the single separate Again, if you gave me an Steve. option to buy a three dollar loot box or a ten dollar skin and i really wanted that skin and i had the option to buy the ten dollars or do i take the chance at three dollars that would you be, will always go for the ten, right? Because then I'm getting what I want instead of having to pay for the three. And but you want to know how they get? It's the concept of payers over players. They want you to pay for that three dollars so that you will make up more than that ten dollar difference. They just gave you what you asked for. They're not getting the full dollar amount. 
But if you spend $20 and get your skin, when you could have spent 10 on just buying the skin directly, you get the skin plus whatever other junk they're going to give you on top of that, depending on how many items you get out of it. Why accept right. the set rate when you can inflate your profits further? It's money. They don't want you to play their game. They want you to pay for their... But it's, it's, it's they're not trying bullshit. to sell you the product. They're trying to sell you the chances of getting the product. This is like then, it's like dangling the keychain in then, front of but them. But then watch them watch them take the the road that Apple did and have the option to turn it off without a password from a parent. Remember when we were younger, and they used to have those only let coin, adults do it. Used to have those coin op things yeah. that had the sticky slimy hands and the jewelry mm, yeah. and shit. It's essentially the same fucking experience in a digital landscape. You don't. You're never gonna get those items when you were younger. There's no yeah. fucking way you're Without getting spending more money, spending yeah. five or six dollars to get junk shit. You can't do anything. It's all plastic, anyways. Yeah. It's shaped plastic. Those sticky hands only lasted about five minutes, and then they stopped sticking. And if, oh, you had, <laughs> if you had cats, well, the rubber you... band guns, like yeah, the rubber <laughs> bands even, break even instantly. Yeah. The claw machine. The, the, oh my god, the, the claw the, machine. The, and oh. barely within this decade did they finally go videos. they finally decided to regulate those fucking things. The claw machines? Yes. Barely in this decade. Wait, they regulated them? Oh, they yeah. started they, what? they finally They're like, you can't be crooked with this shit anymore. And it took us this fucking decade to I do it. I love the crane machine. I always want shit out of them. The Congratulations! Funny, fun, fun fact, uh, <laughs> your, friend, your friend Jeremy, yeah. uh, his early content, he actually was doing crane game content. Are you serious? Oh yeah, he would, I go, a, to, he would I go, go to fucking stores and just do crane games all day. I got addicted to that, watching people on YouTube the other night. I watched like five hours of people playing crane games and like emptying out machines and I was like, why am I watching this? Like, <laughs> it's it's all, fucking, it's all fucking visual junk food. Don't even worry about it. Feast on your converted innards. Now, I guess when you're working 60 hours a week you can fucking just doze off and anything. Yeah, watch anything right? middle America that's how it happens <laughs> what happens I'm, I'm watching uh, lawn mowing techniques let me tell you I watched a guy garden for like 6 hours <laughs> you, you, don't you hate it when you're right Phil you try and make a joke and, and, and like, truth like is stranger said, than fiction remember tr- truth is stranger than fiction I've just been time traveling and you know oh you're gonna go with that angle again god damn I, it I'll go with whatever angle I have to man. Uh, you're gonna have a lot of angles on you so you gotta go find uh, a way anyways uh, a lot of angles on most of them are gonna be obtuse angles <laughs> <laughs> uh, quit being acute <laughs> but uh, you I can't help but be right about it so the funny thing is, is the the gentleman I watched, his name is Dreamcast Guy. He actually did an interview with a gentleman named uh, David Jaffe, who is... Um, this goes with the FTC thing? Yes. yes. Okay. Who uh, was was uh, one of the, either the creators or one of the developers for the most recent God of War. A really interesting guy. But the, the dude was throwing around, throwing around the word entitled, and the, his reasoning for it is, is, and this is the way he said it, he said, I completely agree with you that loot boxes are bullshit. I completely agree with you that it needs to stop, but you gamers can't have it both ways. You can't boycott a company and push away the, push away their profits and have the government regulate it too. He's like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I'm like, that's why we live in a society, motherfucker. You can do both. And I think he's coming from a place where the the video game industry has always had this very weird relationship with the government where they're always they, they've always felt like they're one f- good fuck up away from being regulated by the government in one way or another so they so they got this in their head that's like we managed to dodge the we managed to dodge the fucking uh dodge censorship 
from the government because we self-regulated on that when they created the ESRB. We okay. managed to dodge, you know, fucking, you know, legislative uh, reach and them locking us down creative-wise create, because we did it ourselves. Like, but you're not going to do that with this. That's not about money on that end. You know, you creating a grading system because there's a character who's literally dis- dismembering somebody on screen is a fuckload different. Killing than, hookers in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> then, then you, then, then the FTC wanting to make sure that you're not that your kid isn't spending tw- you know two thousand dollars a month on lollipoppy skins in fucking League of Legends. It's a completely different experience. It's 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 so, not even it's apples and fucking oranges. So yes, there's going to be a point when it needs to be regulated. Now, if you're worried that they're going to use that as an open door to regulate other things, because every other week we're hearing about how violence, violence in video games is the reason why you know society's falling apart because yeah, it, boomers it, still exist. But it used to be the fucking. It used to be the comic plague. book shit. Comic books were the thing. Then it was movies. Dude, the freaking. D&D. If you're going to regulate my video games, to regulate the goddamn news. Stop! T- stop telling me that fucking people are shooting each other every fucking night, and then then you can worry about fucking. No, I'd rather hear about game. who's shooting who. I want to know if my enemies <coughs> are getting slaughtered every yeah, fucking week. They're showing video. Remember that one guy who got chased into that uh, field who shot himself on camera? They had to live feed the chase, and the guy shot himself, and then they had to backtrack and remove the footage. I'm like, you live streamed a dude killing himself on the news, on public television, yep. and you're gonna fucking regulate my video games? Get that just sounds like an here. episode of Jackass. Get the fuck out of here. It's <laughs> the darkest episode of Jackass. Hi, my name is Steve O, and I'm gonna do the one off. Bam! Any, Why any, is your Steve O Australian? Because I forgot his accent. Any, uh, any, I didn't have one. Any He's goddamn American. person with a brain knows that me, How dare you. That me, <laughs> killing, me killing a cartoon in a video game is not the equivalent of me going out in the street and slaughtering somebody. Any the person is with is a that, goddamn brain knows that. The problem is, is that when you have people who are either heavily religious or extremely ultra-conservative, They'll look for any way they can to push the push the blame off on anybody. Oh, they save they the, save the, the unborn idea. baby, but kill the fucking immigrants. That makes sense. <laughs> they overlook any possible idea that humans are naturally violent spe are are a violent species. So instead of looking, hey, maybe perhaps they are just that fucked up. They'll look for video games made them fucked up. We need to stop that. It's a push-off. Or, also, let's go save the unborn baby, but, you know, don't pay for any of its medical expenses. Yeah! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> or even the foster care, because the people are going to have to give oh, up no, for adoption. Oh, no, 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 this was even better. Oh, yeah. let's not care for the kid once it's born, but let's make sure it's born. Yeah. But fuck those people. They're the living ones. Well, you have <laughs> to have live sacrifices for the star god. <laughs> oh, no. How long they live, it doesn't matter. Oh, even better. I am calling you out. Make sure <laughs> I that... I know what you're up to. Make sure that child is born, but... Fuck the mother, especially use the tr- use that born child to fuck the mother. Anyway, so proverbially, not literally. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I don't know. For I don't all know we know, they might think that. That's all. It's all bad. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the company. I'm gonna give you the definition of entitled to to kind of maybe lessen the blow a little bit. As long as it's not stereotypically so, millennial, I think we'll be fine. Believing <laughs> oneself to be inherently deserving. Or privileges of privileges and special treatment. Now, you're yes, gamers are entitled. I'm fucking saying it. Gamers are entitled, True. but not just gamers. Everybody's entitled. 
It's, we yeah. had we just talked about like what twenty minutes ago how I, I spent sixty five dollars and I feel like that's the only thing I need to fucking pay for your game. I'm entitled. That's me being entitled, thinking that I only need to pay sixty five dollars for your fucking full full blown game. But it swings the pendulum swings back because they feel entitled to more than that. Right. It's a back and forth. But, and there's a point when they, that sw- t- when tell that me one company. Back. Tell me one company that's not a non for profit that isn't entitled to thinking they need to make more money. That's a non-for-profit? That's, a, that's not a that non-for-profit. That has a bottom line? Fucking nobody. Right, exactly. In, a, in the capitalist society we live in, there's not a goddamn company that wants to remain in business right. who doesn't want more money. So I say, let the FTC jump in. Let them fucking regulate it. And I understand their point, their pushback from it, because at the same point, we can say the same thing about uh, SOPA, uh, the fucking rolling back the, um, the net neutrality, net neutrality, oh net neutrality shit. We can talk about all that, but it like if they go to into regulate it, let them fight that shit. I don't need to fight that shit. I'm gonna fight for net neutrality. That's one thing, but I'm not gonna fucking fight for a company that's trying to make billions of dollars. Why? Why? They're not passing that along to anybody. You, have you seen the articles of all these companies paying their fucking employees shit? Like yeah. these video game companies are making tons. Of, like I think it was EA that was in the news. Was, I, I think it was yes, EA. But was remember, it the, the one person left? No, no, Blizzard. It was fucking Blizzard employees. Activision Blizzard. Yeah, they're getting paid <laughs> less than the minimum for pro for for software programmers. Yep. And they're coming out and saying something. So you want me to defend Blizzard? No, fuck you. Pay your employees what they deserve. Pay them what they need, and then you can worry about your fucking profits. The problem ends up being is that these people can set that fucking parameter. You say pay them what they deserve. Okay. You have the AAA industry. They can go. Well, we're the ones who set that. Who set that? They don't. Yeah, but gaming got testers, people... for instance, they're often the ones undersung, and yet they're the ones being bullshitted up the ass when it comes to game. When it comes to game development, I mean, I've been paid ten bucks to eat some random food for Subway, so like whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. I don't mind that. I'm just <laughs> the taste testing game tester thing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> There's a difference between eating a fucking eating a sub that might have fucking. You know, strict right. nine in it, and somebody testing a goddamn game. See the difference the mainly is that, not really, especially when it comes to you. You're, you now, if you ate you something know, that made you glitch out of the uh, glitch out of the realm that you live in, and you went straight to the center of the earth, maybe we'd have a little bit more to talk about. Well, no, like, the, how is this reality that malleable that you can do the, that? The difference between the, however, in game, you know, game testers is that that is often a full time job with basically. It's led for most people to believe it's your only way to get into the game industry. Uh, you play terrible, terrible games yeah. over and over and over, hoping to try and find a glitch. Not constantly. Like, I can't imagine ever it's enjoying the definition it. of insanity, except now Listen, you're playing it and hoping that it'll it, happen. This is like the same thing as saying you're going to pay $15 for fucking your McDonald's employee. Why That's not? where the game testers fall. If it was up to me... I'd say every job should have a living wage. But living wage, yes. But I'm not going to pay someone the same amount of money that's saving lives. <laughs> Why is an EMT going to make as much as a guy flipping burgers? But no, who, the EMT but, should be paid more than that. Yeah, no, because I, I don't argue because, that. Because their right. service is more valuable. Nobody, right. but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not paying the game tester the same amount or more than the guy programming the game. But I don't believe that the game tester shouldn't have enough money to afford a place to sleep at night, but here's where you get food a, in their but stomach, here's where you get around medical that. care. Here's where you get around that. Say you're not doing it as a full-time job. Say you're just finding random 
like study groups. Like I'm saying, when the subway creates a new sandwich, you go in, you fucking. I, I can't even name the fucking place it's right not, now. But you have to. Understand, it's not the same thing as like a test audience as it is. Someone's like, because all right, here, try this game. Is it fun? Yes or no? They right. have that. But this is someone who goes over through every single square inch of the game. Trying to find fuck-ups. And most of those people are it's actual co- coders who are doing this. It's oh, my goodness. friend in Vegas is a fuck it, was doing pl- game testing for years. He did, he's trying, he trained to do video game development. His only end was becoming a co- becoming a game tester. It was miserable. He worked for 2K Games. They fucking they dealt him they, they fucking dealt him a hard blow. And that because of yeah, his, bully, his gonna, political beliefs, but if you're they gonna treated argue, him like absolute garbage. But if you're going to argue that these people get to make their own, like thing because they're all contracted employees then why not have them all be unionized now that's the beautiful thing where we were going to go discuss that because if we're talking about game developers as well how you how you were um you know and it's not to say that they shouldn't be praised it's that game developers are also getting the shaft especially when so many so many companies um they hire them within the 90 no for a, a measly 90 day period Supposedly that they'll get a full time pay with con- with benefits right. and all that, and then they fire them before the ninety days are up. They fire them before the game is right. um, so, shipped and ready to go. So then they you, get they get so then shot- unionized programmers, except you, they- just like they act, just like actors in movies. You you got them unionized. The people doing the hair and makeup for the freaking actors, they're unionized. If you if you want to stop bullshit stuff like that, so, unionize. It's them. the same thing with voice actors. You know, it's the vo- you're you not you're, you're not wrong. But many of these companies they crush these unions before that happens. Nah. Yeah, they have a, they have a, a specific um, they have a specific niche in that area where if they do sense that kind of shit, they can they can reflexively crush it. So the Silicon Valley as a whole has a great deal more power than a lot of people give them credit for. Shopping. I don't know. I honestly like. I'm still not going to defend a billion dollar company if they're not willing to fucking. No one here is defending a billion dollar. No, but but that's my whole argument. Let the FTC go after them. Let them regulate them. If you want to put it, if you want to put bullshit like stuff in there to make them billions of dollars, and you're not going to fucking pay your employees or do something with that money, what fucking reason do I have to defend you? I'm not going to buy your loot boxes. I'm going to play your game for what you made. And if I have to buy a loot box to do that, I'm not playing your game. I don't. (laughs) I don't. I don't necessarily play games that have such. They have such features. Fuck all that. But, but it's especially like, when it comes to develop um, with with um, with uh, sh- what is, is shareholders? If I remember, if um, who the guy who people who buy stocks and you have to appease the shareholders. The yes. company needs to make money to get make that because money. their 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 love for money is undone, and they have to have perpetual growth in their company. Like we discussed it earlier, we discussed it. I think I believe on our first session where supposedly Activision Blizzard made half a billion dollars in three days when it comes to its sales of Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Oh, half a billion dollars in only three fucking days. And it wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't it was enough. deemed a failure. Half a billion dollars in three days. That's a, that is a dump it stock. It just should just shunt it out the window, burn it, shoot the right. baby. It's not worth it to them apparently. It's not enough money to them, apparently. It's a failure in their part. If Half you, a billion dollars, I am retiring. Listen, <laughs> the, the, here's the here's the issue. Here's the thing. Like the same thing works with movies. You have a certain amount of money that you spend on this movie. You have to pay your actors, and a lot of your top actors, they might not be getting as much money, but they're getting royalties yes. on a lot of the stuff. They're doing some sort of profit share to make up some of the money. So the whole goal of a movie is to be successful. 
Now, when a movie flops, they still have to make enough money to pay for all of the stuff that they've already done. Like, you've written contracts. You have to pay these people. Like, that is set. See, the funny part is, is bankruptcy is a thing. And as some, someone who's, who has been with a company that's gone through it, you really don't. If you, if you file correctly, you don't have to pay a fucking person. And when the companies come calling and collecting, you're protected by the government at that point. We, we've 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 had com- we've had companies we worked with for twenty plus years who we basically told to go fuck themselves and left customers of ours high and dry for the money that we can't pay these people after the cu- customers have already paid us. Oh yeah, mm. you want to know what a lien feels like on your house because <laughs> you bought ten thousand dollars worth of cabinets? I'll tell you how that feels. Feels like you ain't selling your house until you pay that money back. Right? No, for sure. I got you. You That's can find there are ways around fucking everything. A lot of people don't want to put that thought process to to uh, to, to action because they don't think they don't think forward from that. Yeah, a company can they've allowed it so that companies can fucking do anything they want. There's workarounds for everything, loopholes built into our fucking system that they can use. And something as corrupt as the video game industry, they're going to be fucking using every they, single loophole possible I don't to think maximize I don't, profits but, every But I don't think time. they're as corrupt as we're making them out to be. No. Like only it's only it's only really the companies that are doing the loot boxes if you think about it at that point. You okay. Yes, and no then it's spreading like wildfire. No even Nintendo, the the the, the 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 Sterling Child has probably done some shady shit. The, the Nintendo wanna, Creator Program. The days for sure. The Nintendo Creator Program. Are you Nintendo kidding me? Yeah, that absolutely. was shitty. You took half. You took over half the money that content creators just because they were using your IP. Yeah. And now you're giving it back. And we even said it. It's good. It's a good move on them. Yes, it was. But now, you, but now you're being sung as the hero when you created the problem. That's sure. no. And that's what, what was thing that was soon to be brought up. In most cases, it's simple. You wait long enough. Where people didn't think and weren't thinking about well, the original bullshit that you pulled, and you forget. So you seem like a fucking hero. Yeah, wait till they forget, and then you're good. And in a lot of cases, it ain't that hard for them because people have a short attention span when oh, it comes down to it. I fucked up, especially when it comes to Nintendo. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. It, 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 you're not, you weren't wrong on that. Either. I'm the f- and I'm the one Nintendo fanboy here. I won't lie, but you're even not one, I'm I'm a fanboy. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I've been. Nintendo owns my soul. <laughs> <laughs> nice. At least you made it. At they, least you own, admit it. they own my soul. You get a soul, Lucky. <laughs> Not all of us can time travel. <laughs> well, there you go, Phil. You want a soul? You need to stop time traveling. Shut your own mouth. Shut your filthy, filthy mouth. So where are we gonna, where are we gonna go from here? All right, next subject. The buy-in on gaming experience, we've kind of already covered that. Next topic. Man, whoever wrote, who wrote this list? I did. <laughs> no one gives me any fucking input they're all, later. They're, Actually, all, they're all the same topic, basically. The best gaming practices from a perspective of a customer. Okay. Or a consumer. Now, now. All right, let's, let, let me put on a mini rent on this one. For, okay. If we want a loot box system that actually works... Like serious because that's one one of the things that game de- uh, the the defenders of the of the loot box craze is going on that you, like it's not bad if you do loot boxes right you want to do loot boxes right put do it the way you used to before the DLC there used to be a loot box system in games um back in the day and that was you sold the game and everything in it and you just unlock everything yes that's how it used to be. 
Mortal so Kombat Luke, being one of my favorites to unlock characters. There was randomized. <laughs> no, there were games in which they had randomized ways of unlocking shit, but you didn't have to buy anything. No, uh, you didn't have to pay an additional cent for it. I mean, that's what that that's kind of what that's how it used to be. That's kind of what League of Legends parts. does. I mean, you have the option to purchase the boxes. No, but but I mean, do not give it. Do not have a monetary option to buy. But rather just put keep it all in game. If there has to be an in game currency, make the in game currency available health in a in a healthful amount without having to out no outsource purchasing the no the in game currency with real money. I mean, it, it comes down to having the option because there's times where I think like I'll play the game more and I'll use the currency, and then there's sometimes where I just don't want to play enough to get enough of the currency so i want to buy some of the currency so having the option i think is good because not a lot of people can dedicate like i guess time to it i understand what you mean make it more plentiful so you can get it more readily the in-game currency if you're but, if you're having the, to do so but this it, is i mean this is really the argument for the loot box because it's like if you give the option of acquiring it in game or to purchase it i feel is the better way to go i disagree only because the reason why in a okay in a an ideal situation of that that would mean it, it you would be both given a a healthy way of acquiring said item in game mm-hmm. and just having that as a side if you should you decide to ever do it however developers don't do that instead they cripple your experience on obtaining it through the battle passes for Fortnite that's the great example you get half the stuff if you don't purchase the battle pass you could put the same amount of time in and then they they basically be like well look at all this stuff that you missed now purchase our battle pass and you get all of it like that that's really i mean that's what you're talking about true you cripple a game. You cripple a game and its content just so that you can, per, just so you can sell it to it on the side. I don't think that's a good. But you're not really. Good, but see, you're not really. I mean, you're not really taking away content. You're taking away cosmetics for Fortnite, at least. Fortnite's free to play, free to play game. You don't have to buy the battle pass. You can play it for free, and they give you random stuff just for the more time you play it. I, I fucking hate battle royale games, and this is what it is. But if, say, you you dedicate. Your okay. entire month, twelve hours a day, the entire month, you you'll get less stuff you, than a person that, that you, spend the twenty dollar for the battle going, pass. Going to Fortnite once again, excluding the guns, since you can only find the guns, you can't necessarily have them with mm-hmm. you on stamp. Uh, no, on the beginning of the match, its reward system is still only cosmetics. Right. When it's your only game, that's when it ma- it it's that's when it matters. If you're, if you're telling me that it doesn't matter because it's cosmetic, it's a bullshit excuse when it's your only fucking thing. Yeah, but if you're... Okay. Now... You're it, spending... You're, on a free-to-play game, if you really wanted the cosmetics, you're spending $20 and you're getting more than the stuff that you want. Yes. So there's, there's good value in that case, if that's yes. your only game. But if you're a casual player like myself... I'm not going to uh, loot boxes, anything. I'm not going to spend the money on that shit because I'm not dedicating the time to it. Period. So, like, for... But, like I said, if the only, if I really want something... Like, League of Legends, I've spent money on it. I have. I've bought skins that I want because, you know, they're skins I want. I played the game enough, and I was like, hey, that skin's only 5 bucks. That skin's only 20 bucks. That skin's 15 bucks. Whatever. 
I'm, I've never bought a single character. I will grind out the points and buy the character that way. I've never bought a character. But the, the skins and stuff, they don't do anything fancy for me. All they do is give me a pretty thing to look at when I'm playing the game. But you're t- you're comparing it to a game that offers more than merely skins. Co- um, League of Legends offers you more than one more than one thing, and you only focus on buying cosmetics when you want to. That's fine. But in right. a game like Fortnite, that's your only. That's the only thing you got. Overwatch, right. it's the only thing available, and it's oh, and it's even disgusting on Overwatch. They do because you, you have to pay sixty dollars up front. Before you can make any purchases, no, any additional purchases, I know. And they tease you, but, but by you don't every have level to, up. Of but even even if even if Overwatch was your only thing, and the only way to get it was to buy these loot boxes, the only way to get stuff is to buy these loot boxes. You don't. You still have the option to not buy the loot boxes. That option, and that is the argument. That is that is flat out the argument for the gaming industry. They you have the option. The option may be there. But the company doesn't want you to make it. Hmm. No, doesn't want it to be right. optional. They want you to purchase it. They. It's like. It's like me giving you this burger, demanding that you take it, take it for the money, and I keep pressing it at you. Annoying as it is, you don't have the option to do it. But if you have nothing else, no. But if you have nothing else but this burger in front of you, they're gonna keep pressing it on you. You. I. I'm saying you don't have to have it, but I'm gonna keep pushing it at you, because I want you to take it. You know who I like, who I, who I as a positive thing here, who I like how they do their stuff. Uh, the same people who do uh, paladins and uh, what's it, smite. Smite, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, hey, here's some skins and stuff which you can get through various things, or you know, here you want to buy every character that we're ever going to come out with. Here, here's the here's, here's the right. pass. Yeah. Here's the pass. Buy it, and I and I bought that for both of those games and. You know, I didn't do it for Paladins because I usually. I really <laughs> like Pat. Like, so I do I. I, I like get, Paladins too. But I, I like. I got into it with that cat girl. I forget what her name was, and I, don't I, know. I got. But I like how they do that because it's just like here they don't, and it's true they're not always up in your face about skins. They're like here, here's the skins. Don't buy this stuff. You can buy it yourself if you want. But, but Fortnite the same way. Fortnite doesn't force it into you. I mean, they tell you, they show you where you are in the season. The thing I think with Fortnite pro- that I have a problem with, though, is the fact that, like, they start you with such garbage stuff, and you look so friggin' awkward and awful compared yeah. to anyone else who's been playing. I mean, again, I get that. Again, it do- again all it's that social goes- pressure. All, all that goes out the window <coughs> when cosmetics is the only thing that, you're, that, that you offer in terms of rewards. If it's the only thing you offer and you're selling it you're selling it instead of op- instead of um, having it as in-game unlockables. That's a problem. That's what I'm saying. You, if you're in another free, if the only motivation to, to play p- the game is the cosmetics, then yes, yeah. because it's the only thing that the game offers. In in other free-to-play games, they'll usually have other options and the other the not not just other options. Um, um, other. Things far greater in value than mere cosmetics to sell to, to sell you, and usually the, the the premise would be is the game is free to play, but in exchange we get to you know, we get to offer these to you. But see, to okay, buy. I think free to play games have the I guess advantage there because 
like you said, they're free to play. That's the so only reason that I you, can find tolerable if you really, about but, things like that. If you really enjoy them, you want to pay the money because that's how you get like patches, how you get glitches fixed, it's how, how you, you get... pay the pe- the developers of the company because right. if they're not off if they're not off if they're not asking you to pay anything up front, that's perfectly fine. It's only fair. And if you want to support the developer, yes, you make the purchases. So then here's the question. How does that change if EA says FIFA's now free game? You can have it. And then they offer the loot boxes. It's the only it's as horrible and it doesn't it's not hypocritical. It's the only thing that I would find me somewhat tolerable. If it's free to play and you keep that and you keep that loot box system <coughs> in, fine. That's fair. Because the entry fee is no longer there. But it's that, just it's it's disgusting when you demand but it, but that it's price. Still, but it's still gambling to the FCC. Even if it's free. Because you can walk into a casino for free and still spend money. You can't use the machines without paying it, though. That's the pr- you can yes, you can go into a casino and never get ga- but you can't gamble if you don't put any money in. Well, I see what you're saying. It's like um, essentially, is the question, is, and I think it's like, is gambling a bad thing? In in gaming is what we come back back to. It's not like whether loot boxes and all this is gambling. I think we can agree this that stuff's gambling. Right? Is gambling in games a bad thing for a free to play game? For an adult, no. And I think that's where we started the argument. And I and I, and I for a free to play game as an adult, uh, if. I want to gamble my money. It's my own fault if I'm gambling it on something that doesn't right. technically exist. Uh, however, the fact that a child has access to that and they don't have a button to say turn well, right. this off. But does the, but the, <coughs> does the ethics change from I spent $60 on your game to I spent nothing on your game, but they're offering the exact same thing. So like I said, so say, <coughs> yeah. say EA made Battlefront free. I, I and then believe, offered you their stuff. I believe that the ethics do change in this because of the fact that when someone pays money for a game, specifically a $60 game, they, it comes with the expectation that you are buying an experience. Right. right? You are buying an experience with a certain number of hours of entertainment. It is, it is supposed to be a complete package. You are not buying an installment to it unless it's an episodic, in which case if they that's how they want to do it, which... God help them. That's a crazy Final thing. Final Fantasy VII remake. We're I mean, that's the thing. You. That might end up happening. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's when what I they buy, said. It was going to be episodic. If I buy, but if that's the case, if they make Final Fantasy VII a seven episode, because if you're going to do it, do it thematically or don't do it all. Right. And <laughs> if, I, if I buy episode one of Final Fantasy VII, New level cap I want everything of it. I want I want the max level cap I can have for that. I want all the characters I can have. I don't want to go and find out later that here's all this stuff I could have, but now I gotta pay extra for it. Unless it, and, and not if it's a DLC, that's different. And I, I think it's stupid, but it's DLCs are a beast we've become accustomed to. If they're saying I gotta buy choco boxes, please, Squaresoft, shut your dirty ears now. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not offer me choco boxes, or I will take my choco box and shove it so far over. <laughs> but but if I have to buy if I have to buy choco boxes. To go and get to go and get extra jars of Cloud's hair gel, so he doesn't become blind in the middle of combat because his hair just droops over his eyes. 
Square, please stop listening to me <laughs> retroactively. I know you can make money off of this. I'm a simple man. Red Dead Redemption, you have to buy, you have to shave, otherwise you grow a really long beard. Like you have a to really gro- long beard? You have to groom yourself in you the game. You can't even, you, you can't even change in the, while you're riding a horse if you're going too fast. You, look, you have to slow the fuck down, get off your fucking horse, You look like a goddamn caveman if you don't groom yourself in Red Dead Redemption. You see, the, <laughs> see, this is why The Witcher 3 is the be- is one of the best games ever made because uh, you get either cool, awesome beard witcher or you get clean shaven witcher you don't get that i look like a nutty prospector witcher (laughs) (laughs) it's like it doesn't matter what kind of armor you have on there they've stylistically made it to look cool it's like what are you wearing i'm wearing my hobo raiments so so the ethics change when you have already paid for your game and the company's already made their money versus this is how we make that's the best way i can put this if I go into a movie theater and put money down to watch the movie, if they stop it and then ask for five dollars so I get a random clip next, I am going to hurt someone. <laughs> because we're buying experiences. We're buying experiences and we're investing time in them. And time is the most valuable things we have as mortal beings. It's true. You won't hear me argue on that one. Drew, what was the name of that one Capcom game in which they sealed off the ending for no for thirty dollars? Capcom game? Yeah, it's a Capcom game. Uh, I forget. Uh, God, who did this and who did this before their time? I didn't know. Gonna, I, 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 didn't know that, like, I didn't even know that it happened. It, even if you're making it up, I feel like it's cool. It's just coalescing. It's Capcom it's, could do. Ca- Capcom's like, well, that's a very good idea, young one. Shut up, know. Capcom. Could put Capcom's that... allowed in the room. I just don't want Square Enix. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. They hold Street Fighter, and they've been fucking that one up. They hold all sorts of fucking... Or you could just play a better Dead game. Dead Rising like... 4. Capcom holds true Dead Rising 4 ending behind DLC paywall. What's... Yeah. Dead Rising, is that... Oh, that's that game that was cool, like, years ago. Yeah, yeah, but, like, that's just one example where you pay a full premium price of $60, and this is, a, I know this is outside the loot box convention, but, I, like, this one also helped make an argument against them. Oh. If you're paying for a premium for a full experience of a game, and then lock behind <laughs> certain portions uh, of the my, game My Wargamer friend, I want to show you something. Have you picked up this thing yet? Yes. Uh, I own, like, five of them this. now. What the hell I got back that? into painting... Have you seen the bigger version now that they have? They have two different versions. I gotta they get have, that. They have one with for the big oval base, and then they have one that has clips that come up to get like just like like a model instead of having it on I've the got, base. I got back into painting miniatures, so yeah. Uh, I'm talking about the Citadel uh, painting have, handle. It's a handle, and you think it's you would think this is stupid, and then you get one and you go home and you put your mini on it and you start painting. And you're like, I'm gonna go buy all they have. So I use I used to use cork. Is what I used to do. I used to yeah. use cork and pin the model. Yeah. And the, oh my god, is that so much better? Yeah. So much better. So, sorry, random thing. I remember that I brought that here because like best practices right there. Yeah. The that, painting handle for GW. Oh that my was, goodness, that was genius. Worth every penny. <laughs> Eight dollars of plastic. And who thought it would have been any better? It's like I picked one up and I immediately when I so, painted, I immediately wanted to go back and just buy all they had. If we want, if we want to go to best practices and worst practices, the game company has the best and worst in my opinion. Uh, the one we just mentioned the one okay so games workshop yeah games workshop so games workshop is actually um i 
this is what started the angry wargamer thing was Games Workshop because I kept getting pissed at their price range, their, their well, price well, hikes. Best practices, work practices, tennis because I've got enough of both for Games Workshop. Oh, dude, I got tons of them. So <laughs> they're 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 price gouging and they're. This is what started the angry wargamer to begin with was I just got fucking fed up with their bullshit. So, um, but they've actually somehow I don't know what happened. They've changed their practices. And now they're actually their starter boxes actually have value to them. Uh, so the eighty five dollar box where everyone thinks that hey the star collecting boxes for the armies, if you think that those are a bad value, actually look at them. Some of them you get actually sixty percent value from buying everything separate, which is phenomenal. I like their their smaller lines. <clears throat> you can buy a competent, playable, full, ready to go Blood Bowl team. Yes, their boxed games Boom. done. Their boxed games. Hands down the best. Ridiculous. The best. Maybe a little bit pricey sometimes. Blood Bowl wasn't too bad. Uh <coughs> fifty buck buy in, I think, for just a team. For the team, but I think it was like I think it was like one twenty for like the box, which is I mean, it's still not bad. You get two teams, you get the you get the rule book and you get some other you, like you flashy go, stuff. You go half season it with a friend and you you're you're well you're well yeah. on, the, on the plus. The side new there. the new version what was the new game that just came out? Uh it's not uh, Underdark. It, they re released Necromunda. No, not Necromunda. They have this new one. That, uh, fuck, what is it called? Kill Team one. Yeah, but it's after Kill Team. This is. Um, I know what you're talking about. I get there. They had the new. They 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 introduced the what's it called the. Rogue Trader stuff back in, and you can play them on the tabletop, but you can only get them in the board game. The hell. Yeah, like the Rogue Trader Trader faction. You can play like a little small thing of Rogue Trader. You can actually play them in the 40k game, but you can only get them in the. Hey, I think it's actually called Rogue Trader. And that's 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 another thing I want to I want to go back to them about because I my my as you'll see here I'm screwing around with the tabletop game right as we're talking. Yeah. Um, my goodness, no game world has given me as mixed feelings as Games at, Workshop. As Games Workshop <laughs> thing, it's like wow, Dark Heresy's great. It's a shame you just discontinued everything. That was Fantasy Flight's fault, I think, because uh, that, they didn't no, they, they didn't. It was Black Industries first, and then they sold their pr- entire first print run, and they discontinued it, and they sold it to Fantasy Flight. Yeah, but Fantasy Flight has had already had the um, IP like uh, they had the IP for the uh, Fantasy game. No, no, they had, they also had stuff for the 40k stuff too because they remember the game uh, Relic, oh, not yeah. Talisman, but Relic. They can use they use Space Marine stuff. They do stuff with GW all the time. Fantasy Flight. Yeah, Fantasy Flight's another shit show. But fantasy Flight is uh, literally the game I'm, I'm I'm tooling around with now is a Fantasy Flight game. I think they, when Fantasy Flight puts something out, it always deserves at least a cursory examination because it could be gold or it could be garbage. A lot of their stuff has been gold. The problem is is that they like to cut their supply short. Oh, that is the problem with I have with Fantasy Flight. Yeah, they, they let me let me pop out my numerous Keyforge decks here. Yeah, I actually tried looking into it and I. I still don't understand it, so you guys are going to have to show me after we talk about this. When you find out how it works, it's surprisingly intuitive. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I obviously, I listened to the podcast the last time since I wasn't here. Glad someone I have to, is. To edit it, and I didn't really have to edit it. I just fucking left it the way it was. I was going to take you going to the bathroom, Robin, and I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't even care. Yeah, people need to know that I piss. <laughs> I know, right? They need to know that I have a working bladder. Time, time travelers do piss. This is what yep. happens. <laughs> and when that happens, that's when you get the Mesozoic era. No, but the, uh, the Games Workshop, with their fucking... Their big controversy just before... Just before... 
I think the holiday season really was the fucking um, Forge World stuff. So they they said that they went around. And they said Forge World can now be bought in your currency. You no longer had to pay a um, pounds conversion fee, like because you, you had to convert and stuff like that. Here's the problem: they upped the cost of everything versus the conversion. So. People like Australia were paying like $60 more than what the conversion was. I think the Games Workshop said a long time ago they hate Australia. Dude, like, Games Workshop just hates people in general, I feel, sometimes. I think they, like, they do everything good, and then all of a sudden they're like, no, what? No, we, we hate you. We, we fucking hate you. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking British of them. Because I, I used to be at the... I used to go and be a regular at the bunker. Right. Like, I went there when we went and beat uh, fucking uh, Britain's largest uh, war machine battle thing with tanks. Just wall-to-wall tanks, stompas, things people will bring out, like the actual old fucking... Titans The old walkers that look like just castles with legs. Yeah. We had all of them. We we crushed their record. And we were supposed to be featured in uh, the White White Dwarf for it. We had a picture that he'd taken, a bunch of pictures. He took a picture of the entire group... It ended. They ended up uploading a picture the size of a postage stamp, so you couldn't see anyone in it, and a blurb less than about five something sentences long. And then the next time when they took back the title, oh, full spread of like oh, the yeah. aircraft car- hangar place they I'm have. I'm sure. And it's just I'm like, sure. And it's just like that's why the bunker isn't there anymore, is because no, they you- went to a different model, which I think is better for them. But like I said, now they're offering semi discounts. And stuff. Well, at and least it isn't a babysitting place anymore. No, thank God. Thank uh, God. I, I everyone out there, keep having children because we need like you know affordable meat. But <laughs> affordable um, meat. <laughs> Remember, he's from the future. He knows these things. Uh, but but let me tell you, man. Like, if you are a parent and you leave your kid in a gaming thing and you leave them there all day, um, like I feel that the game people are obliged to just kick them out after an hour and say free children, because <laughs> holy crap. That is not a way to... I I spent some some time in the summer there when I had three days off. I'm just like, okay, let's see what's happening. It's like, oh my god, we're swamped with children who, one, have, have like their mother and father's disposable income to pay on things. So they have like twice the amount of shit I have. Two, have painted them like mental patients. Or oh, not man. painted them at all. Oh, no, oh man. Nothing brings a tear to my eye to see a Forge World like giant effing piece painted by you know uh, timmy who thinks red is a neat color and watering down your paint is for suckers oh my god it's just it's just and and, it's, and i was like oh that's a really neat piece do you know how to field that no reading the rules is for suckers i don't i used to i used to play against the little kids and i used to play orcs back in the day and we're talking about like three four editions ago Gee. probably three editions ago and I love when the little kids would cheat, and I would just let them cheat because I, I didn't really feel like arguing. And also, people... it's not like they're going to win. <laughs> I mean, I let them win. That's what it came down to. See, you're a nice guy like that. I fielded... I used to field orc boys against land raiders for no other reason than I knew I was going to lose just because I just wanted to throw dice. I, I basically played Tau, which meant I was almost always going to lose. Oh, man. I remember me and my kid played in a tournament. I was playing Space Marines, and he was playing, um, he was playing orcs. And it was the new battle battle brother rules where we couldn't be within like twelve inches of each other. What? Yeah. So you could because we were playing on a team together, 
But yeah, and because we're not friendly, we can't be within twelve inches of each other. So we literally had to play on half the board from away from each other, and we just like pincered this towel guy. And this other guy was headed like well, most of his army in reserve and kept rolling for reserves. His reserves never showed up. And me and me like it just destroyed. Oh no, <laughs> no one is coming to save yeah, us. The towel guy was just sitting there like, uh <laughs> I was like, sorry, kid. <laughs> yeah. First off, if you're sitting still and you're a towel, well then you was just gonna die. Well it was funny because I, I had um I was what was it? I was playing my fucking super cheesy not really cheesy, but like super bullshit like fun list. And it had Marnius Kalgar in a uh, in a rhino with his honor guard, and I cast uh, invisibility on it, so it got it got the extra save. Yeah. So I ran it right up the field, right in front of the guy's face, and I was like, "I'm gonna get out and assault you." And he's like, "What?" Oh my, yeah, it just happened. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Because if you ever come into fist fighting range of the towel, they should just explode like pinatas. <laughs> they definitely should. Um, I'm trying to think who else has best practices. Um, a lot of the, like Mayfair, I think, is pretty, pretty fair across the board because <laughs> that you can't, you have to sign agreements where you can't sell it for more than a twenty percent discount. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like either do the twenty percent discount or they sell it for full price. So I mean, I think that's a good practice, so it doesn't screw like local game stores. And a lot of the local games are still make a profit on it because you're not you're not getting it for, I mean you're getting it for less than fifty percent depending on what your order is. Um, and I can tell you that for a fact because I used to have to order that shit. So. <laughs> I do like I do like uh, what's it Alpizo. Just for just for the fact that like, and it, it, I don't know if this process under fact, but they they come out with stuff for their line like they care you, about yeah, their line. You guys talked about it last time with the um, the Pathfinder stuff. Yeah, like I just got Starfinder Aliens two, it's just, it's just like this book is full of stuff I can use, right? And like yeah. a lot of RPGs are like cool. Here, pay fifty bucks for this book. What is it? Mm, about forty, fifty percent fluff, twenty percent rules you're not gonna use. You know, and, uh, that's that sounds like Savage Rules, but Savage Rules I think actually did it the right way for people that want to build their own campaigns. Because there's a lot of stuff like, um, what's that game? It's a Western style game that's run on Deadlands. Savage Rules. Deadlands. Deadlands. Yeah. Deadlands. You you have you have the scenario. They give you the scenario. Here's the whole thing. It runs uh, on the, the Deadlands plot, thing, the but you points. can still use you can still use the Deadlands stuff in another game. Yeah. As long as it's Savage Worlds. So I think Savage, I, I think that's a good thing, but Savage World doesn't necessarily have to put out anything because people can do it themselves. The, yeah. op, the open gaming license you guys were talking about last time. Uh, so, yeah, OGL is one of the and most And so much thing. good stuff has come out of that for Savage Worlds. Like, uh, they have the, co- was it the Codex Infernus, which someone came out with. is this beautiful book of, like, do you want your Savage Worlds games to have, like, a demonic tint to you? Here's demonic weaponry, here's possessed yeah. stuff. Here's how the spells could work. So those games, so stuff like that with Savage Worlds, I fucking love because it's like you have your base book, and then you hear you go, "I want to have a cyberpunk style game, but I don't want to be cyberpunk." So what do I do? I grab a couple of other systems from Savage Worlds well, and combine them into one system. Interface Zero 2.0 for your base cyberpunk line, right? Uh, so that has pretty much all the skin st- stuff you can do, and you just basically. I like how this weapon works, but I don't like the name of it. Well, it just change the name of the weapon. It's as simple as that. 
he's like I is like I like interface zero, like, but I want to have magic in it. Oh, uh, just throw magic in it. Exactly. Like big eye, small mouth. I okay that system. Uh, Bessem. <laughs> yeah. What a what a Canadian train wreck that eventually became. Oh, that was just a giant shit show from the start. I feel because it's like oh you can be whatever you want. I'm like okay cool. They're like just pick an anime style character and you can be that. I'm like I want to be Spike from Cowboy Bebop. That doesn't fit in anywhere with fucking superpowers. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. See, the problem I had with that, and the problem I have with a lot of anime games, is that a lot of them took a lot of their you know ideas from uh, Big Eyes, Small Mouth, and some of them are like, "This game looks really cool." And then I look at the character creation. Oh well, you just kind of let them do what they want. I'm like, that's not a that's not yeah, a rule. That's not a rule. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm looking at how all the characters are built. I'm like, there's no math here, guys. There's no math. Yeah, what what, what am I? What dice am I rolling? What what am I doing right now? It's, it's like okay, so I have like the destined sword of super destiny, and that does ten damages. Yeah. And the starship Akihabara does three damages. Do I do more damages than a starship? <laughs> oh yes, I, I I would say yes. <laughs> but because Wait, that... you're a Gundam fighter and I can fight you with my hand to hand combat. Wait, what? <laughs> mysteriously like uh, Palladium games. No, the difference between that is that Palladium. Oh, don't even start. Oh, fuck Palladium. No, no, uh, no, dude, sir, sir, sir. I will I will fight. This is the hill I'll actually die on because Palladium is one. Um, it was an affordable game for kids who did not have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, their, their source books were cheap. Their source, bo- their main books, their source books are cheap. Two, it's a are, good. Are, are we going to die on the Robotech Hill? Because that's where I'm going to die. I'll okay. die on the Robotech Hill. <laughs> okay, is it, was Robotech a shit show? <laughs> yes. Is the Palladium Core rules actually viable? I believe so. They have problems though. You the- sold the Kickstarter for Robotech. And then shut that shit down. Didn't, didn't, like, freaking, was it, allocate anything to the people who backed you. And then sold their product at conventions before they got their allocation. First off, I love the good people at Palladium. But they do get, they did get, like, someone, the music man them out of a million something dollars. Just earlier. They picked up the fucking Rain Man and went... Oh, let's give him the toys. Let's give him the toys, but let's not give them to anybody else. And then the guy went, "Let's give him all the conventions." But, like uh, you, you made a product and then didn't fucking give it to the people that already paid for it. These are not people who make the best business decisions. For instance, this is the worst practice right there. Fucking, if you have a Kickstarter, fucking go follow through with it. Oh, and if you are, if you have one shot of making a game, like a game out of your uh, your intellectual property. Uh, don't back the fucking. Uh, it wasn't there. Inter- no, and, and I'm talking about uh, Engage when they came out with their new edition. Like, you know what we're doing? The Engage is coming out, so that's the game. Now we're finally gonna make our RPG out there. I'm like, no, not not the Choco Taco of power. <laughs> I was always afraid I'd drop that thing in chocolate and eat it. And I, and I knew someone who like I traded in my Xbox for this. I'm like, you've taken many blows to the head, and I can tell. <laughs> I could play Tony Hawk on my phone. I'm like, that's funny. Wait, you could have waited a couple years and we could all do that. Fuck the Diablo on the phone. 
Oh, there's not. We're gonna go back to that again. This isn't this what gonna is, be like what more is there to say? How much? How much of a? How how much of that horse do you want to continue beating? It's already. Oh, and dead also, I'd rather hear about your rant about Pokemon. Well, yeah. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. No, that's what I want to well, hear. He we'll get here. there. We'll get there. He wasn't here last last week. Yeah. And this technically can tie into best practices. We'll let him run with it. Because if you're but okay. if you can't make it a grind your gears thing if you're gonna go. Let's go. No, Pikachu. but I, no, I'm like, gonna go. Let's I'd go. Like to but here here's the thing with here's the thing with Diablo. You you fucking threw a convention. <laughs> you fucking threw a convention that you you release stuff at every year, and you thought a goddamn mobile game was the way to go. <laughs> like you thought that was gonna be like, if they would have mentioned the mobile game in passing, like hey, we're releasing a Diablo game and it's gonna be a mobile game, but then fucking turned around and offered a brand new fucking IP. Boom! There you go. Done. You ended on a goddamn mobile game. Like, are you kidding me? Like, ah! Uh, like, I'm still gonna play it, mind you. I'm still gonna play it. But what, Jason? From, you don't own a phone? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I don't own a phone. I have this laptop here. Listen, and I my have phone's imprinted in my brain, you fuckers. You know what? I'm. You know what? Next time somebody says you don't own a phone, if I wave, if I wave a magnet at you, you I'm gonna start go becoming incoherent. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Next time somebody asks me if I if I own a phone, I'm gonna go buy one of those goddamn flip phones and use that all the time. What and I, I'm gonna be like, I can only play Snake. Go fuck yourself. What I, what I love about this is that like the good people at BlizzCon should fucking know better because I thought this guy was wearing a red shirt. All right, when he did, I it. saw that. You I should did. know. I saw don't it. call I, on the red shirt. Though, and I heard it because and I 2010. Heard it. I'm looking at all the. They called on the the guy uh, Ian Bates, and it was a red shirt guy. And he just asked them this question about lore, and they were just like, "We don't know what games are. We don't know." Right. What, I uh, remember. And it was 2010, and it's not. It's fucking eight years later, and they call on another red shirt go, guy, going like, "You know, this this is gonna be good for us." And he just, he was like, "You're joking, right? Uh, this is an early April Fool's joke, right?" And everyone, like... oh my god, you should know. Quit calling on people wearing red shirts, Blizzard. You should know better. I don't have a problem with them creating a mobile game. I have a problem with them making it their focus. Yeah. I have a problem with them <coughs> going and teaming up with people who made a knockoff version of theirs into a cheap mobile game and then making a mobile game with that. Well, they right. know how to make the games better than we well, They, yeah. they, they the literally other, just reskinned somebody else's mobile game. The other That's what is, it is. The other addendum is, is there were memos internally stating that they were shifting key members to mobile um, IPs. People who were developing for main PC platform, and they were pushing them towards other fucking World projects. I'm, That's bullshit. I'm saying this right now. The only thing holding that company alive right now is Overwatch and Hearthstone. Sure, that's absolutely. it. Absolutely, Diablo is fucking well, faulty. I take that back. Diablo three is holding them alive for the Switch right now, but you have, you have, World of Warcraft dead to me. Starcraft <laughs> dead to me. Starcraft you're dead to me. Right? No, for real. The original Warcraft series dead to me. Jesus fucking. But they're re-releasing it for original price. You sure are. Diab- Diablo. Cool. Wow, you Jesus. offered me. You offered me a classic Diablo two, and you're offering me a classic vanilla. Wow. Am I gonna play those? No. Diablo two, maybe. <laughs> Probably not though. Diablo three, I'm a fan. No, you fuck you. I will <laughs> only play with the secret cow level. Diablo three has a secret cow level. Yeah. I like Diablo three. No, I'm actually a really big fan of Diablo three. I don't. I don't um, understand their season mode, but I get the I, season mode. I like it just because. There's rare when I've been in a game where I'm like, hey guys, I'm not any good at this game or have any good stuff. And they're like, 
we got you, bitch. Yeah, and then I'm a hundred years. Then it's like 15 minutes later, they're like, here, you're a hundred levels higher. Here's all orange equipment. Diablo community is yeah. fantastic. I'm, I'm just like, the, guys the Diablo, the best. The Diablo community is fantastic. And even back in the day when me and Drew were playing Diablo 2 together, like, that was still a good time. Oh, but then yeah. you shit on the community by giving them a fucking mobile game. And, they, and, that's, <laughs> like, and it, it's just like the big cause. <laughs> We've got to have. You got you, have, you you took like probably yeah, one of the same. best communities money. that love to help each other. All of their fucking just, money. Just love to help each other and you shit on them. Because it, they don't want you to help each other. They want no. your fucking money. And they if you're to, not giving them the fucking money, they need, it's they a need fucking to put, problem to They present. need to create a new IP somehow. They need to. And Overwatch was a good way to start, but Overwatch is a contained environment. Like it, Shooting games, they die off. They're just like fighting games. They're gonna yeah. die off. Yes, yes that's why like, Street Fighter has died, right? Different versions <laughs> of it. Well, Street yeah, Fighter well, Five is gonna die soon uh, no, too. Street think Fighter about it. Street Fighter has... Five was dead the moment it started. In my it, opinion, it, I think course. it died when Street Dragon Fighter Ball Z Fighter actually... started. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Everything suffers a period of death in the industry. There was right. a while where the Street Fighter games were only being played in by the hardcore because no one was caring about them. Right. Much anymore. Just like it's, Mortal Kombat. We didn't want the lit. It's because we got tired of the latest edition of Street Fighter Two. I call that the th- <laughs> uh, street. I call it it's true, the though. just out al- just after Alpha when they shifted into 3D. The, the yes. The 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 the, va- the vague rival schools years is when Street Fighter kind of went in the, into the background. Because it got replaced with flashier um, sprite games like X Men versus Street Fighter. Tekken. Oh, Tekken. Yeah. Tekken, Tekken did it. Oh, Tekken. Tekken, Tekken did was it for sure. And Tekken still is my Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur and Tekken. They both did it. Beautiful. They, I Soul think Calibur they killed had, off. Soul Calibur Street made Fighter. a wonderful note because it was the first fighting game in which it did not. Its storyline was a lot more complicated and didn't involve a fucking tournament. So see, Soul Calibur lost me when they put Yoda in. That was four. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, Fader. that's when Soul Calibur lost me. Uh, yeah, I got Spawn because so okay. I had the Xbox. That was yeah, Soul Calibur 2. Spawn. Fucking Spawn. <laughs> no, nobody gave two shits. It was all about Link and his motherfucking hookshot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. And if you want, I guess, oh, Hihachi it, 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 too. I love Hihachi. Uh, I know, bad, but in Soul Calibur? No. no. Bad business practices. Putting in a specialty game character that it is either A, useless, or B, horribly overpowered. Put them in and put them on the par as the other people. If you're gonna put this specialty game guy, be a Netta for Smash. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like. I kind of. Which is why they nerfed the fuck out. They of did. Her. Oh my god. She, nerfed, she was. They're nerfing her hard for uh for Smash Bros. What, Ultimate. What are they fans her, are angry about. Are they giving her regular human length legs? Huh? Is that how they're gonna? <laughs> Nah, I think they just toned down her sexiness, and that's no. She was a, more. when they when they first put her into the smash was smash for the Wii U. Wii U I like a woman who can yeah. wrap her legs around me. She and had the, the other guy. She had an unlimited guy. juggle that could take you off screen and just can continually juggle you, and then you were just dead. Her only drawback was that all her attacks are delayed, but p- players work found a way to work around that. The smash style, yeah. of especially because you were juggling in the air and there was a float time. So and you can't see your character, so you don't know where you're going. Ugh. So you just had to keep doing the same thing over and over the and over. The Smash again. style of gaming could not could not hold my interest. I tried to get into it. It's okay. It's, it's always sh- melee anyway, and thank God that is starting to die. It's, yeah. it's yes, like, I said it, people. The melee community needs to quiet the fuck down for like a while. Tekken. I like I like uh, melee was in two thousand one. Are you fucking shitting me uh, with this? Bla- the Blaze Blue <laughs> series. Know. I like an over the top anime okay. game. Where when I do something cool, I think I may be having a seizure. 
Hey, uh, that's my fighting game. Have you played? You don't own a Switch, do you? You're I, the one that's not here. That's I, I, I'm wait, a wait, PC you, gamer. Only. What do you have? What do you? What systems I, do you have? PC only. I, I literally, I have the PC and a, like a PlayStation Two. If you like anime fighting games, I suggest the Dragon Ball Fighter Z game. No, we'll oh, go with something more obscure um, like Aquapaza. Now that's a fun. I like game. I like Blaze Blue Cross too. <laughs> yeah, I like, Jesus. but I honestly the Dragon Ball like, like game phenomenal. I did play opinion. it, and my favorite my favorite part of it is is uh, they let me play Cell for the first time. I'm like, oh bitch, perfect. I took her to town. And it's like, and it looks like I've been beat up. Yeah, that well, was that was hilarious shit. That was pointless. You all saw Perfect on there, right? Yeah. Like, I just... Uh, I wish I recorded it, but instead I used all that memory on my cell phone to record him playing Maul vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, that God. was a Plus a square button to win, yeah. You don't need to know how to fight. That just, game's dead already, too. That game was, unfortunately, Man, like... I, I saw it, I'm like, wow, this is flashy. This is my least favorite animation of every character in there. There were, like, um, what was it? Uh, Hawkeye, I thought, was uh, was freaking Wesker. <laughs> Wesker. I'm like, like, who is this guy? Why is the pair... Why why does the Resident Evil guy have the bow and arrow? I'm, I'm very... Con- oh, look, we're in Wakanda now. And the Hulk is here. The Hulk was the only character that gave him trouble. Yeah, everyone else was press square to win and then switch, press uh, L1 or something to switch characters or some nonsense. Press, press X to Jason? Yeah, J- Jason, 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 Jason. Uh, what? Uh, uh. Jason! Do you not know that one? No. Heavy, oh, heavy rain. rain. Heavy Rain. You know, it's, it's by the guys who did Indigo Prophecy or Fahrenheit for you out there. And all those other games were like... The guy who made them wishes he was making a movie. Oh yeah, you you go and you like kind of semi interact with the game. <laughs> like at one point, a, you your kid's like... missing, and you have to press it. It says press X, and it just says Jason. So hence the term press X to Jason. So you could just go Jason, 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 and you're just walking around slowly looking for your kid that you lost. Confusing everyone around you. He wanted to be like a Hideo Kojima, but couldn't quite think of a of a plot decent enough. So, so for Hideo Kojima makes games. Yes, but he wanted to be a movie direct a, mo- a movie writer. I can't wait. When, did... when are we getting to the the? Did you put in the my sacred cow thing? Um. Yeah. Okay. I can't it's wait. The, it's not on sacred that list. Cow? I'll put it You'll in see, later. It's in the list. La- it's in later. We'll get to that. I'm I'm saving up vitriol. Mm, vitriol. You're talking about the uh, crowdfunded stuff, right? Uh, that's the Kickstarter stuff. Well, I got a bunch of... Sh- we'll, we'll get around to it. <clears throat> yes, we will. We're on best worst practices slash ranting. Dude, it's oh, no, ranting. there's... Okay, hold on. All right, we'll... Fuck. God damn, let's go Pikachu, and let's Do go it. Eevee. Please. Yeah. Let, let us hear it. I want to hear this. Okay, now, I understand the point of the fucking game. Now, if you To make play- children happy... Right. Which if you, if you've money, Nintendo. It, it makes me, it makes me want to throw my Switch. It makes me so angry, but I'm still playing the fucking game because I'm a Pokemon fan. So you have. I am. I really am. I fucking. I'm a Pokemon no, the, the fan. The on Pokemon. So you have you have a game that is a reskin of Red and Blue for like the thousandth fucking time. There's no reason for it, but you've done it. Okay. Now you're playing the game, and you've created the game where it's like, okay, so I can see the Pokemon that Isn't I can run the into. Second time? No, about no. six. Six is my count. Uh, you have red and blue, 
You have Ruby Sapphire. No. You have that's yes. Fire Red and Leaf Green. It's Fire Red and Leaf Green, but you have Ruby and Sapphire. Those are the only two official remakes of the game. Uh, yellow. Yeah, yeah, yellow. Which is the Green. updated version of that of that same generation. Either, either Green way. was never released outside of outside emerald. of Japan. You had Emerald. I, that was not Kanto. Guys, guys, let's get back onto the rant. Anyway, all we can say you, is that you fucking remade the same game twelve thousand goddamn times. All right, like, not really. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> we could also agree though; it's a good game. Like it's solid, right? The original, okay, yes. The original Red and Blue is, is a solid game. So you start Let's Go Pikachu because that's the one I got. We'll start with Let's Go Pikachu. Pursue Let's Go Eevee starts the exact same way, except it's Eevee instead of fucking Pikachu. One would hope. You start the game off. Oh no! I heard you start with a Clefairy at one point. You have your you have your rival, who you get to name just like you do in the original game. You get to name them, and instead of choosing your Pokemon, you are given Pikachu basically, or given Eevee. Just like ye- just like Yellow. Mm-hmm. So I never played Yellow. So fuck yeah, yellow. yellow. You get Pikachu. You don't get to choose your starter. Okay, so you hmm. get Pikachu, and you have access to the starters. But now you're walking around the fields. So now it's like, okay, now you're turning into the same game. You're walking around the fields, and all of a sudden, Pokemon are popping up. Now, if you've played Pokemon Go, you're used to that because this exa- they, they've taken the Pokemon Go mechanics. mechanics and skinned them over a fucking game that they should have never done in the begin with. You have this game, so you see the Pokemon, you're like, oh, cool, I'm just going to run into them and catch them real quick. So you run in, you catch them, you run in, you catch them. Now, you, the point of the game is to collect all 151. To some people, correct? That's so for the most if part. You've already caught, I would say catching them all. If you've caught one of something, do you need to catch another one? No, um, not It depends. How bad is my OCD at the time? Because I, I, I need to have a male, a female, one of each of the star signs, uh, the shiny ones. Uh, let's see. I don't, they have shiny ones in this. I'm fucking yes. Yes. they do. But hold on, let me get to that one too, because that's a whole other fucking shit show too. I kind of knew it would be, okay. so I said that. So here purpose. we go. You have one, you catch one, right? So now, say you don't need the male, female, so you just need one of the, the kind. So yeah. you catch it, and you go through the game, and you're like, I'm going to battle these trainers. Now mind you, you haven't been battling, because you're not battling these Pokemon that you're catching, you're just throwing Pokeballs at them. Yep. I'm a little worried with how this is going to go. So these- you, get, you get experience by catching them. Which so now, seems good. so now, so now you're like, okay, cool, because this mechanic has already been implemented into the game, where when you catch it, you get the XP from catching them, and it, it's it's a lower amount, and you sh- and it shares across the board. That's the mechanic that's been installed into it, and in, into later versions of the game. So my fighting animals are better fighting animals because I'm better at throwing rocks at fighting animals. You're yes, no and rocks. that is the only way to level your fucking Pokemon in this game. The trainer battles give you shit for experience, and you have to keep continually catching Pokemon, or you'll never fucking level. Ever. Yeah. So they implemented the, uh, the uh, Pokemon Go aspect. I just want everyone to think about it. It's like, you know, guys, you're basically playing, like, fantasy dogfighting. Just, just so, put it out there. Here's another point, too. And I haven't gotten there yet because the game's pissed me off so, so much that I'm only the fourth gym in. And I should be way further than that from when the game's been released. Because I can speedrun the fucking game if I wanted to. So, I... Uh, so... <laughs> wow. I'm gonna, like, stroke out here in a second. <laughs> like, oh my god. So, I'm assuming you cannot continually keep fighting the Elite Four. 
Because fighting Elite Four is going to give you shit for experience instead of going out and catching the fucking Pokemon. There's no, there's a daycare, but I don't. I was told there's no egg system in this game. No, you can't breed Pokemon. You cannot breed Pokemon in this game. So what the fuck is the point of the daycare? Secondly, what the fuck? Like you have to continually catch on a combo because now you can see your Pokemon. You have to catch the same type and combo them. At combo one to ten, you get two IVs. From eleven to twenty, you get three IVs. No, no, eleven to like fifteen, I think it's three IVs. You get four IVs at from like twenty to like twenty-five. When you hit thirty, you have you can get a chance of getting six IVs and a shiny multiplier of four. Or you could stop playing the game. Yes. And I swear to God, if I throw my fucking switch, it's going to be because of this fucking game. Why do I have to continually catch... And here... If they run away, you break the combo. And they do have a chance of running away. And they have a chance of running away every time you throw a fucking ball at them. This includes legendaries, by the way. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you can't combo to legendaries, so how the fuck are you supposed to get a shiny legendary now? You don't. You You have to have... You have to do it just like you did in the old days. Soft log it. And that's soft soft resetting. See, this is what I thought before the game was released. Now, that how I how how flawed this system was going to be. So it, it's to bring people from the Pokemon Go game to the systems. But here's the problem: the people that are playing the Pokemon game still from the release are the fucking fans that have already been playing your goddamn games. You didn't need to put in a Pokeball system. You didn't. I it, I it was okay for the mobile version. I don't need that shit in my video game. There's no point. And, and here's the fucking funny thing. It's fucking motion controlled. So if the Pokemon jumps to the left, you have to fucking shift your goddamn switch to the left or the right to catch the goddamn oh, thing. Wait, I know about, I know about this game. Uh, my, my, uh, my girlfriend's brother has it. And it gives you stuff you can give to people playing Pokemon Go. Yep. Like, yes. You can give them and then they go and they fight this little thing that looks like a hexanut on a tissue or something. Yep. That's one yes. of the legendary Pokemon, Metlan. That evolves. Meltan. 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 My bad. Melty T. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's weird. Um, but it's the the goddamn foreskin with a hex nut on its head. It's a ditto wearing a hard hat. Either way, um, all I know is it's not a game that I would even play. Now, I'll say, I'm a Pokemon fan. That's I'm true. I'm a fan. I'm not. And I was going to play the game no matter what they put out. But this is bullshit. This is bullshit. But this is not... No, this is straight so, so bullshit. So, Pokemon, Pokemon fan, Detective Pikachu? Oh, yes. 100%. I want to see that, and I'm not a Pokemon fan, because it reminds me, for some reason, of Blade Runner. And I'm not entirely sure why, but some of those scenes remind me of Blade Runner. <laughs> I want to watch it, Phil. Just looking at you when I say that. This is why you will I never want... develop time travel technology. I, don't want... Don't want... <laughs> I want Deadpool Pikachu to fucking make this... A game like make this movie amazing. I'm thinking it's gonna be absolutely horrible, but so bad that it's gonna be great, like funniest. I legit, I legit want to see Pikachu shock someone to death, and then shock them back to life, just because it's fucking Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part of that is like I will, I will electrocute you, and he points to his tail, which is the little lightning bolt. Yeah. Bolts. I'm like, okay, it's Pikachu with a Sherlock with a, a Sherlock Holmes cap. That's a deer stalker cap for you kids out there. Ah, trivia. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and, uh, and it's Ryan Reynolds who's already a lovely cartoon man. If you if you watch 
if you know if you listen to the trailer without watching it, you would think it's another Deadpool movie. It's a it's a dead <laughs> it's a Deadpool. I swear to God, do it, do it seriously. Oh my God, because it's a, a guy coming into this house randomly saying. Yo, oh my! You you can understand me like some crazy person who's trying yeah. to say you can't oh, understand wait, he's me. He's walking in the middle of the streets where he where they're approached by these two girls. Like, oh, you're cute. They can't understand me. Or, or it you still go, works. Or 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 when he's fucking interrogating Mister Mime, he's like, yeah. "All right, that's it. I'm gonna become the bad cop," and then hits the wall. You don't tell me. You can't tell me that's not a fucking Deadpool move right there. I'm also like, looking forward to the new Deadpool, like the PG cut. The, Oh, yeah. That's going to be yeah. hilarious. I think he's come to realize... I think the only reason they did is because they've come to realize that a lot of kids are starting to watch it. Oh, yeah. And they, need, and they needed to put it in there. Because Deadpool's going to visit pa- like cancer kid patients. Like, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, he's going as, like, Deadpool to meet them. It's like, <laughs> it's like remember, this is the movie where there was a montage scene of him having various types of sexual acts with some shit. Right. Women's Day. Women's Day. Yeah, that's, that's where I went to. I was like, I, Women's and Day. I just like, International I just like, Women's Day. I love that because it was a Valentine's Day uh, movie, which I took my girlfriend to because Valentine's Day. No, no. It was a Christmas movie that got put out on Valentine's Day. True. That, was... that is true. And I'm just like, part of me is like, I know there's kids out there, and I want them to have to have, have those, like, to, to look at, like, you know, mommy or daddy, and you're like, can you explain that one to me? Yeah. It's like, I've already inferred how sex works, but why is she behind him this time? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, hey, well. Kids, it's called a strap-on. It's like, it's like, wow, you actually haven't been that deep into the internet, have you, Timmy? Yeah, I was <laughs> deep as she was in his ass. Hello. <laughs> Hello. There uh, we go. There we go. It's Ryan Reynolds, though. I'm pretty sure anyone would fuck Ryan Reynolds. He's like, we all think about him. He's like, he's like silent consent for a reason. <laughs> I, I, I guess people know a little bit more about me than they need to now. He's, yeah. All right. <laughs> he's Family Guy's Bill Clinton. You don't want it to happen, but at the same time, you do. <laughs> My brain hurts so much from what you just said. <laughs> I'll never be back. So yeah, I'm at the point now where, where I want to return. Let's go, Pikachu. No, you missed wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you just have no retention on anything. I don't mind giving it a shot, but I know I'm gonna hate it too. This is the I mean, why do I you about the fucking ball peripheral? I did. Wow. Good on you, sir. I'm glad. It's you... actually the quickest way to level your fucking Pokemon with having to go catch millions of them. You stick them in your pocket and you shake them around. I mean... You know what's also good yes. for that? Stick in your hand in your pocket and shake your balls around too. It's all it's going to head the same direction. It's all about playing with your balls. <laughs> yeah, do it in, go out and do it in public. Oh yeah, just don't break eye contact. Otherwise it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, it makes sounds while you're shaking it, so oh. I can... <laughs> yeah, same here, but I need to see a doctor. <laughs> Let's see if that HD rumble works for something else. <laughs> I just want to point out that that thing scared the shit out of me the other day. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking playing the game and it was sitting on the counter. All of a sudden I hear like a vibrating sound. I'm like, I look over, I'm like, there better not be a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Here's just a random traveling dildo. Hey, how you doing there, buddy? And then it makes like the battle sounds like, boom. I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there? Just like, passing through. Oh my god. <laughs> Just going out to harvest. Da, 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 da. I was like, I was like, why is there a dildo on my nightstand and why can't I see it? It's, like, <laughs> it's one of them invisible dildos. A stealth dough. I'm like, why did they put a speaker inside of a ball? Like, what was the reason for this? 
Oh, dear God. But yeah, if you want some excitement in your life, get that Pokeball peripheral, put Pikachu in it, and walk around with it. It'll go Pika Pika randomly. Wow, that sounds like something I totally need. Sounds like something that requires a restraining order. It also sounds like... (laughs) Sorry, it makes some good awkward conversation though, because you'll just be sitting so there. What the fuck have we been doing for the past two? Fucking <laughs> years? Actually, I think it's been over three now. No, Yay. we're at two and a half. Okay. Christ. I only know things that happened when I was a part of them. Well, I mean, you, you were getting coffee and all that. So. I'm out of coffee already. Well, Are you really? It's good. I have other beverages here. That you can it's good coffee. Consume. What? The, oh, <laughs> I'm glad for you. I'm glad that you have I all the I just rice all over me. How the fuck did that happen? Oh. Gravity. Oh. Alright, anyway. Alright, so the one not thing... not a rice out of so my Phil's nose. Phil's got a awkward. couple that he wanted to bring up, so... You got, to, you got to grind your gears. Now, Phil... I'm uh, still not happy Like, tell me what they are, too, because I don't, I don't actually him. remember a lot of my shit. Well, the one that you brought up was, uh... Give me a second here. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, the boom of crowdfunded games. I put that as a general oh my god. Talking about Kickstarter, but that's about dead right now. Kickstarter is not that big of a thing anymore. Kickstarter isn't that big of a thing except for one thing. Now that's why I said crowdfunding. Also, you know how many fucking Indiegogos there are out in the world right now? Numerous. For are we talking about for medical bill reasons? Or are we talking about? For I'm talking about for video <laughs> games, t- traditional games, tabletop games, and card games, dude. I'm not talking about mooching. Well, I mean, Palladium basically mooched. Are you going to go back to Palladium? Yes, there? I'm going to fight I'm... Phil every chance I get on this goddamn Palladium thing. He can like them all they want, but they fuck people, and I don't like it. Yeah, you. All right, first off, one. Okay, I will. My my defense of Palladium is this: it is a better system than anyone gives it credit for. Two. They make some bad choices, <laughs> and 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 that was one of them. But they're not the only one. Out there, who was going and saying, "Hey, we're going no. to be selling this this Kickstarter no, thing." No, 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 no. The, other people out there, when they fail and they can't come through on their fucking commitment on the product, don't bring the product that they have committed to game like to conventions and try to resell it after they've already collected their money. Palladium is shoving their like proverbial dick in people's faces, like, "Haha, we got your money, and we're reselling our stuff to make more money." <laughs> all right, one. It's a, all right. I don't. I don't even need to go into this because you're right. That was a fucking problem. Right. Like, it still I, is. I like it still of, is a problem because know, they're still being invited to conventions and people are trying to ban them from conventions until they come through on their shit. And I understand they got more stuff, but if that that's your glaring, glaring spotlight of bullshit that you've pulled. I I will I will go and I will say say you are correct. It is a spot. It is bullshit. They do they do need to rectify it. But that's not the problem I have with them. Is the problem I have with them is as a tabletop gamer, is they get so much fucking undeserved shit for like their games. People who have not attempted to play their system, who have not given it even a remote try, have just gone and trashed it as like, uh, as uh, like over overly detailed garbage, and I and I think that's unfair. How do you overly detail a fucking RPG? Um, Look at Gertz. Oh, God. All right, what? what? Also, (laughs) you did it. Here's the thing I want to put out. I'm going to put this out with Gertz. Yes, last edition, previous edition, yes. Current edition, no. All 
They right. have a new edition. I GURPS has had a, has been on their fourth edition for several years now, and and most of the people the people who have jokes about GURPS they have jokes about GURPS from like third and second edition. Right. When you had to do quadratic equations to make a canoe. Right. They got rid of that. <laughs> they realized they evolved with the time. Palladium. Oh, they ha- finally go to the Thaco. <laughs> no, the, the the they they finally went and said you know maybe we don't maybe we can do abstracts of some things. Not everything has to be 100% simulation. But the problem... Alright, the, the thing I was bringing up with Kickstarter, and it's a weird double-edged sword, is that, yeah, it's a, it's dead for a lot of things, but it is not dead for tabletop games. For tabletop RPGs, Kickstarter has become like the damn near the number one way to get your game out there. But, see, here's, here's the issue, is that it's nowhere near as big as it used to be. Because you still have companies like Reaper and stuff like that, the companies that have been successful that have put their product through have continued to do that way and more of like a pre-sale type thing. But then you've got people who got burned by Palladium specifically that will no longer look to Kickstarter anymore because of the situations like that. Because there, it's not it's not just Palladium; it's other people too that have done this across oh. a bunch of other things like electronics, software, stuff like that. Like those companies, like the people, the the companies that are making everybody look bad and stealing, literally stealing yeah. the money. Those are the, that's what killed Kickstarter. It, and there are still companies like Secret of Miniatures, Reaper Miniatures, um, a few board game companies, Cart, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Um, they can get away with the crowdfunding. Chronicles of Darkness crowdfunds every one of their RPGs now. Okay. But they've successfully come through, and that's not the that's not the problem. I'm just saying, like the rise of this has I found is kind of staggering, and I don't know how I don't really know how to feel about it because in some parts you do get things that are bad, like you know Palladium, and other parts you get things that are insane out there that you've never seen, like Monty Cook's big black box of insanity. You get, so there's also stuff like Reaper, the Reaper's first run, the first Bones run, their casting was. Terrible, terrible. But they came through with what they what they said they, they were going to. As it's progressed, it's gotten better. Question: Do you prime your bones? I don't have any bones. I haven't never bought any. I always I still buy the old ones. Okay, but like I have bought some all, of them. All of my reapers are metal. I haven't bought anything. In, you like, bought no plastic. No plastic from Reaper. Hmm. Most of my plastic is coming from GW. I, the, Fair enough. All of my old D and D stuff is all old. I was surprised. You, I actually was when I gave it a good cleaning, like like you would clean something that's resin. You know, the old toothbrush and water and all that stuff. Yeah. I found that they actually took paint without really needing to be primed, and I went to a They're lot of really soft. They're yes. really soft, and that's yes. the, that's the issue with the with the old bones. The new stuff is kind of not so bad. I like their giants. I think that their giants are that right level of detail. Right level of size. The detail is not bad on any of them. It's just that the, the material that they used was bad. And that was it. The WizKiss stuff, where you don't have to prime it, it comes pre-primed, that stuff oh, is awesome. Oh my goodness. Like, yes. Null, null Zers, oh my. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've done stuff like, do I still have some of I bought things from there just because I thought it'd be fun to put. Like, I've got a pirate or something. You should get the Beholder. Everybody wants the Beholder. Oh, I have the Beholder. The Beholder is freaking phenomenal. I got one for free, my friend. How did you get one? Terrible dark dealings in back rooms. But I got one for free when in between them shipping them. So, I, I'd, been to, I'd been to certain conventions that are 
um, industry stuff and ended up with a free beholder that I painted That's like a pine cone and called him Pinecone Pete. Pinecone Pete. Good for you. <laughs> I'm glad that you have that in place. No, it's just what was that? What was that one game that kickstarted that was like a werewolf type game? Uh, which one, man? It's it like Night something or other. Fuck, what's it called? Night Haven? No. It was supposed to be an MMO. It came out like right in between like World of Warcraft, like the Burning Crusade and <laughs> Lich King. Yeah, these are these were the start. This was the start of my uh, Blood Bowl team before my fucking dog got to him. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, dwarves, huh? Yeah. I sold all my Blood Bowl because I don't have time to play it. <laughs> I was going to get into a league and everything and then like... Yeah, that's why I, I so was I and I just had to dump everything. Yeah. So So the, I, I looked it up for you. Um, it, you're, you know, the other thing that you were talking about was Sacred Cow Games and would they get made today? Yeah. Now, I don't know what you were aiming for for that statement, so you want to elaborate? All right, basically, Sacred Cow Games. We all have, like, some... There's some games community-wise that I think people have, have are completely and utterly blind to, to like... They're just like, this is a, this is the best game, James, ever. And there's, like... I think it's kind of insane. Like, uh, mostly video games have a lot of them. Like, there's some video games that, like... Are you talking about Ghosts and Goblins type? That company? Um, Splatterhouse, Kid Icarus, stuff, stuff like that. But also, I'll, I'll even go out there and say one of the games that I like, Earthbound. Earthbound is a nutty effing game that, like, when it came out, was not a success, but is now like everyone's like, this is some big great game, and it was absolutely baffling as a kid. They had to include a guide because it was just not friggin' happening. Here, check this. Like, when I was, like... <laughs> Where's that from? That's one of the Nulzers things. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a Yuan T. Malazan or something. Huh. Yeah. I always wanted... I was going to pick up the Morathi stuff for the snakes. That was, like, the only thing I could find. And then I was just like, where are all these Naga coming from all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. another game. Okay. L5R. <laughs> Which one? The card game? The... The, the RPG that I have right here? Is it the new RPG? The fantasy, the new updated Fantasy Flight bullshit? Yeah. No, it no, the, it's, not the updated. It's like a reskin of the old system. It's actually... and Before I will go, Wizards got a hand in it. I will go and point, pull something out here. Is that like a lot of people have a problem with uh, Fantasy Flight games because of the fact that they tend to go and make their own goddamn dice. And there is an issue with that. In this case, I have the dice right here, and I like what they did. Because, uh, for those of you who've played the old games of L5R, you had ten-siders. And you oh, could... Mm. Uh, sixes. We played in sixes. There was a D6 system originally. You're talking about first edition, then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, first... Alright, six-sider. Which were... Gave it an even... I can only imagine how wacky that was. It was but, probably about the same. It's probably about the same as the Star Wars D six system. That game got really, really wacky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Same thing. <laughs> so basically, uh, what's cool about these is like these are. This is still the roll keep system. It's just that they've gone and they've made it so like these are, these dice are. You could go use six siders and what are these twelve siders? Here. 
It's 12-sided, right? Yeah. I thought so. My brain's not going crazy. Now, you're like, there's only a couple symbols on this, whereas the Star Wars thing has, like, there's, like, four or five different die size and different symbols. All right, so the circle is a success. Surprise. The, The little thing that looks like a flame is a strife. The thing that has um, the three, that old martial arts symbol with the three going into it, that's yeah. an exploding success. And the thing with the uh, the the five, was it the one? Six. The, the six things spiraling out, that's an opportunity. Seems like a lot of systems. Like it's really like surprisingly, you have the, the, the 12 siders are your skill die, the six siders are your ring. So you basically take your ring and your skill, roll them together. You keep the number of dice that equal to your ring. The thing is, like, that goes in, it takes it from a system that had a TN of going up to... How high did we kick that stupid thing up to? The TN, uh, dude got it to about 105? 105. Now the TN is about, like, 8. Jesus. So it goes in, it, it, wipes, it wipes down the math, math really, really farther. You get... Uh, you do things through approaches. Your honor and glory and status actually matter in the game. Like, you can stake stuff a lot more importantly on it. They have stuff that they didn't have, like Ninjo and Giri. So it's like what your character actually desires out of life versus what their duty is to everyone. Right. And so it, like a it, nature demeanor type deal. It, it, in some ways, but it makes it so... It, in What I love about this is Strife, I think, is one of my favorite mechanics. Is that in, in Rokugan, which is the setting for this, it is a very idealized version of like the Sengoku Jedi Japan. It's now okay, so Rokugan, if you if anybody ever played it, was the fucking the D D system. Now when Wizard Okay, so L five R was its own company for a while. And Legend of Fire they had a card game, they had the RPG, the two RPG the, the two different versions now, the D six version, then they sold it and it became a D ten version. Yeah, and then, and then they bought they, it back and it still they tape they sold it they sold it to Wizards who was producing D&D, and that's where we got Oriental Adventures. So you would, rec- you would recognize Rokugan from Oriental Adventures. It was the same system. Not same, not same system, the same setting, setting, different system. Now, what this goes and does different that I think is, it's, mo- it's much what a lot of the more modern RPGs are doing and making it more personal to you. Like, Strife is basically what it is. It's your accumulated Strife. Now, in, in Rokugan society... You have a mask. You have your face. You know, this is how you are supposed to act as a samurai, as a courtier, as a shugenja, as all these things. Unless you're a scorpion. (laughs) Even still, as a scorpion. A scorpion courtier still has to act like a courtier until until the blades come out. At some point, you accumulate so much strife that you say fuck it to your mask. So it's it's like a madness system for Cthulhu. Or for not what, oh, what was the name? Call of Cthulhu. Call of it's not like the madness for Call of Cthulhu. It's closer to the original system they had for Exalted, where eventually I never played Exalted. Well, it's it's eventually you you gain enough strife, and at some point you're going to it's going to bust, and you're going to say you're you're going to act on, you know what you actually feel, as opposed to like say your character has romantic feelings for some someone, like they'll confess. One of the best pictures of art here is, is seeing someone who goes and has like a meltdown and they're kissing in public and you just see the people around them just horrified because that is an incredibly forbidden thing to do in, in Rokugan. It's just like you, your character actually has, 
dreams and ideas, and you're no longer just like it's also not it, it's it's bloody. It is bloody, but it's not like that's that that oh setting boy, is all, did, that setting is always been bloody. A woman kissing in public. That, that anybody Sacrilege. anybody who's anybody who's ever like knows anything about L five R has always been bloody. Always. Look at that. That's what happens when you. That's what that could happen if your stress goes crazy, like, like uh, the what I imagine it is. It is a it is like a samurai and a courtier just kissing, and there's a little people just like looking, going, "Whoa, what's going on?" It looks like from different houses too. Yeah, and the 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 thing is, it's it's like the moment of unmasking where you actually act out who you really are in the center. Off with his remember, head and hang that hall. I look at this thing and I'm thinking, this is a guy who has probably had to fight through like a dozen different traps. And things and stuff to go and manipulate things so that he can actually marry this woman. And now, after all that strife of all these things coming up, it accumulates. He sees her, it snaps, and he kisses her in public. And it's passionate and everything, and it completely destroys her reputation. And now, you know, they're separated again. Yeah. And that's that's drama. And... That, that, that's what RPGs should be, though. Oh, yeah, and any good any good storyteller, game master, dungeon master, whatever you want. Yeah, but how them. many times have you played a game, of, like especially Dungeons & Dragons, where it just devolves into just hack and slash? Every time. It, it's a problem. Every time. But that's also, that's what the system lends it to. Dungeons & Dragons lends itself to being a dungeon dive with hack and slash. Uh, the new L5R lends itself to being... Uh, like almost, I'd say, um, like theatrical now, sort sort of way, personal things of like you know actual adventure, you know horror. The the fact that you have to fight to keep up your your how what everyone thinks about you. Yeah. You know, like now you can stake your honor on things. You can stake your, like you know, I is like it's like you know I on my honor, no one is going to pass this bridge. Crab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could just you could just picture one of the crab going there, striding across. It, it, dropping it's like, their it, you you're going to see a you just see like a, a bunch of crane coming in like on horseback, and you see the crab uh, like defending the last of a Yasuki village as they're evacuating. As the crane crane are coming to reclaim everything, and they yeah. and the crab just looks just like I am fucking. He does something or other, and on my honor, no one is passing this bridge. And Here that is lies the... the mighty Jong Fei. There you Any go. Of you who wish to taste death, step forward. And that's the kind of high theatrics that, like, I want to see. And if your system can lend to it, the it's problem, better. It's easier. I think to the do. problem which lies, I think me and Drew might suffer from the same problem. Actually, is that we know a lot about the lore. Of L5R, and they've constantly changed it so much on us that we almost don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This this basically goes and it resets it all the way to, like, it's after the first day of Thunder before the second day. Okay. So it's before the... It, it's um it's, it's before Yoritomo's Alliance. It's probably before Daigatsu, then. It, yeah, it's before Daigatsu... It is the early before the Spider Clan even. Shit. Oh yeah, it's way before Holy that. Holy fuck! Yeah, way it, before it's the before. Clan. It's before a bunch of things. It's before, before Fox. I think Fox doesn't even show up until after um, that, right? No, no, um, the Fox still are exist. still the, the Fox are still there. They're yeah, just but they're not like a full blown. Clan they're, no, they're 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 like minor Mantis. Clan. The Fox are still a Shinnaman are in Shinnaman Mori. What's interesting is they had like a clan in here. I didn't even remember hearing about the fucking cat. 
Oh. Yeah, they're apparently like something in Phoenix Lands that are supposed to be entertainers that are the, actually ninja. They fell in line with, like, so, okay, so Fox, Cat, Mantis. Wasp. Was, yeah, Wasp. Who was the other one? There was a rabbit, too, wasn't there? Uh, those were, Hair. yeah. Hair? Um, yeah. What was it? Uh, Centipede. Yeah, the, they were all the smaller clans. They all fell underneath different the different yeah, houses different. but they were they were like serfs for like the different the major um, houses just like dragonfly is like a surf to sparrow yeah. sparrow the which are almost should almost be considered a monastic sect well remember the spider clan started off the same way though too didn't they because they weren't all they when they finally got rid of the fucking like the, the oni and stuff like that the spider clan started yeah. so they became, is, which was weird because it was like we were so used to scorpions being the bad guy, then all of a sudden the spider were like, no, we're going to blow the, the scorpion out of the water. Like, <laughs> Well, um, what is it? I like is they have, they have the other schools in here. The Kasuga Smuggler in here. So they actually have a tor- they have a tortoise school. It's one of the only minor clans I've seen. Yeah, there you go, tortoise. And, and eventually they're going to come out with more minor clan books, I believe. I don't think they should, though. I think, I mean, the game was... If you wanted to play a minor clan... That's like one thing, but you have to be a minor clan, I think, attached to a larger house. I would agree to that, but what I like is this is the first time I've seen them do a Ronin write-up that's interesting. Because mm. it's like you go and basically you lose you lose the specification of your house, well, but you gain... The, who was the Lion Clan that left after the first Thunder? The, the, what was his name? Okoto, yeah. yeah. The, the, one of the houses just up and left. And I was like, "Well, shit!" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This, this. Uh, um, what's also interesting is like they've they put a couple of thing more things in there. Like they actually have uh, they have an actual shrine maiden school for the phoenix, which is interesting because it's like I felt they needed more monastic things. The, I like how they handled um, this. Is I I am a Kakita duelist fan myself, and for the longest time, there's been this rivalry between the Kakita. And um, to the Miramoto, that, the Miramoto. Miramoto yeah. and now they now <laughs> they really <laughs> now they really seem like they are two just separate dueling schools. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like these are different approaches. Kakita believes in one slash one kill. Miramoto is much more like of the two the two the two slashes. You know, but I think it's a better game than uh, people are giving it credit for. It's the same thing with. Well, here's um, here's the problem: is that L5R, when they stopped create, with, not even when they stopped, before they even stopped creating the card game, like it got so bizarre that I, it lost a lot of its fan base. A oh ton yeah, of its fan base. And the when we when everybody heard that it was coming back as a living card game, I haven't. Did you try it, Drew? I did the L5R living card game. I, I actually I did not. I avoided it. I was yeah, a, I, I was the, I was the one who went and tried it for the group. Did it did it Took play the same the as the old card game? Because um, that's what we no. missed. I missed the old card game. It played like, it played a lot like um, honor. I felt was a more palpable weapon in it now. It kind of always was. Um, they, they didn't. You can't play like it's, I think diamond was about the last time where you could actually kill someone on honor. It uh, oh you could you you could Lotus. you could Lotus kill was, Lotus was peak. Yeah. You oh, could kill no someone with you could kill someone no. with honor in this easy like easy easy getting your your butt handed to you by someone because I, I remember I played when yeah when Lotus was still out, I was playing Scorpion still wasn't I yep yeah so I would I was a, like a dishonor deck basically yeah. at the point you dishonor your guy then you fucking start off and the other people and yeah. you lower their honor 
Well, that uh, was the easiest way to win. But then I think Diamond, by Diamond, I was playing Unicorn then. So yeah, yeah. it's a uh, uh, the honor requirement to win's lower, but it's also like harder to maintain. Uh, you still have the it's province also easier. Kills. Uh, there's province kills still, uh, but like it's much easier to be taken out with honor than it was before. Uh, there's no longer like uh, what I what I considered switch decks, like honor marshal kind of thing where it's yeah. like I it's like okay I'm going to go and attack you but I'm secretly building up honor for this. It's no, it's pretty straight. You could do it, you could do it with unicorn because unicorn were definitely tankier, but man, it what was a, it? My my uh, my all time favorite was especially during diamond i think i did it against drew one time and drew's like i don't know how the fuck you did this <laughs> i was like I, I the, was the first was it the then. unicorn the first, three province uh sweep no it was the the first turn province to killed and you left them with three and then you you, you forced them to def- have to defend three provinces and if they couldn't you were just munching one every turn that's how i won i like um i won like i won a whole bunch of tournaments doing that yeah i i'm not people a fan would of panic unicorn. and i'm like uh, I played Mo- uh, Moto Chen at Moto Chen, uh, War Dogs and Utaku Maidens only, and it was just like, and there's a province, and there's a province, and there's a province. I had the the stronghold with the weapon placement because you could take a you could take a weapon from hand and put it on someone, and that was the province's ability. So you would you would play you would I would play all battle maidens because they were all head horses, they're all cavalry, so yeah. I didn't have to declare anything. So I would force you to choose which one you wanted to like save and then i would destroy the rest but i mean it's like it seemed like the game was a lot simpler in many ways but mind you i was playing this back when it kind of first came out but this is this is why nobody's giving this game a chance because we've been burned by l5r this is this is what i call uh in many ways it's what i call requiem the the requiem issue i'm a i'm a big i'm a big vampire fan and when Re- when Requiem came out, because I gave I Requiem remember, a chance, though you did, and congratulations for being one of the very, very few, because a lot of people, when Vampire said, "Okay, we're ending Vampire, we're not going to reboot the World of Darkness, we're going to do something completely different," and then before they were even done, before they were even done with the line of ending up World of Darkness, Requiem came, and it was a reskin of the game. Yep, and the no one gave it a chance, and then you you go and people who gave it a chance are like they fixed a lot of problems, they fixed a ton of problems mechanically, they made it way more flexible. But then they went back and released the twentieth anniversary, and everybody's still playing that now. I know because people are, weird. and they're reskinning that one too, aren't they? Aren't they coming out with a new version? Oh of the no, fifth ed is way different, and twentieth twentieth ed people are going to hate it. I picked it up. It is, it is basically, it goes back to almost the first edition mentality of things. It's a personal horror game again. Um, it, you are no longer blood-sucking superheroes. Thank God. You actually, like, there's... Con- <laughs> like, Thank there's, God. Hunters are something to be feared. And basically, the, if you are... Okay, so here's the issue with the World of Darkness, before Requiem even happened. They had to create supernatural hunters... Because they so overpowered the genres yep. that the hunters had to become like fucking superheroes, and then they realized they weren't they did it wrong. Yeah, so they had to go and create lesser versions of the other genres monsters as books for that hunter game. Right, God, those were fucking. Pathetic. And then they did it again, and re- they did it again in Requiem with Hunter Vigil. Yep, They're like oh no, this is the thing, here's the thing I liked about Requiem though: you could play a strictly mortal game. 
Uh, I've actually had that, satisfying mortal games. That was that is the awesome aspect of Requiem. Yeah, you play one of the genres though, just toss it out the window. Uh, what I what I liked about Requiem is going and taking the hunter the hunter genre, uh, the hunter the vigil, and just using it as just a source book for mortals, because they're like, hey, you want to play a group of like mercenary assassins or something, but you have a more ta- you have a more ta- morality thing as a human. It literally goes and says, here's how a lot of actual hired killers justify things. You know, you're a sniper. You learn how to detach yourself. Okay? Simple as that. You know, you you go and you kill people. You have a code of honor. The morality system for that... Okay, this is going to actually tie into this, this thing. The morality system in Vampire and in... Kind of, I guess, werewolf. Did werewolf really have a morality uh, system? Werewolf did not have a morality system at all. No, they didn't. Uh, they didn't until the Requiem era where they had the harmony system. That's it. Werewolf had a litany, which was only player-imposed. Yeah, you're right. So, okay, so the... Yeah, I guess the... the on, Not the honor system. Yeah, the honor system. Is it equivalent to the morality system of Vampire? Um... I would say in this, for 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 L five R, it's not because you'll actually you you're not looking for a way around it. Okay. Because like I find a lot of people when they were playing vampire were looking for a way around their morality path. They were looking for yeah, some or way to do something that up. would benefit them. It, yeah. This the yeah. Di- the dice come up as they are, and you're going to have strife. You're going to have things that are things are not going to always go your way. And that'll just happen because sometimes you're like, well, these are the dice I'm dealt. You know, the- so it actually takes into account things like D&D didn't account for with the... Um, what am I looking for? I don't know. What the, what, what the fuck is your alignment? The D&D alignment. Oh, God. That didn't matter shit half the time. That, yeah, D&D alignment was, uh, is a pointless uh, cos- cosmology afterthought. Right. And I've never actually play- run a game where it's mattered. Right. It's one of the things I I both like. Your honor and your strife matter in this. Your 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 uh, ninjo and I know I'm not pronouncing that right. And your giri matter. What you want out of life and what your duty is out of life. Like I'm writing one of my favorite characters. I used to play there, uh, Kakita Saburo, who's just kind of a young duelist who's kind of naive, a bit of a history buff and stuff. But he always gets up stuck on like Yojimbo duty. <laughs> you know he he his his. His his ninjo is he wants to cross blades with the best the empire has to offer. His giri is that he is the yojimbo to one of the doji family. You know he's a kakita. He's not the he's not the high man on the totem pole. No, but they like, never will be. <laughs> they never the, will be. <laughs> and that's the thing. You know, it, it's like it's it's interesting. Like it gives you this conflict. You know, um, what's it like before? You could take advantages and disadvantages in them before, and you could go and mimic. Like, no, no, you have to. Now you have to. Like, I took quick reflexes. Pretty straightforward thing for a duelist to have. Right. But I took for his uh, what is called their adversity, Ibisu's curse. Um, he doesn't. The peasantry kind of look at him as a distant lord, as you know, someone who never has really gotten their hands dirty. <laughs> uh, they don't. He they he doesn't get. Anytime he has to interact with them, it doesn't go well. Right. Like his passion is history, and his actual real problem is he has delusions of grandeur. 
he thinks he's, he's better than he really is. He thinks he's right. destined to be the greatest swordsman who ever lived. And right there, you have enough stuff to go on for this character to start a whole thing. He starts off with 60 honor. So it's a 6 out of a 10 scale. Oh, okay. You know, the same with 49 glory, 35 status. Pretty pretty high, but like all of the... It's like he has a long way to fall, honor-wise. This is true. Yeah. Like, so uh, how do you lose? You lose your honor by I'm assuming your strife going out of. Well, you you lose your honor. Betting your honor and you you, know, you you that kind of thing. It's like doing dishonorable deeds and stuff like that, and it's like, you know, it, it it's just something that happens. You know, it's like it's like what do you do? It's like I I could go and save all these people over here, you know, but I'm not going to be able to do that unless I can go and search for the plans for where this person is. Uh, but they're on this dead body. So you gotta search the dead body. So I, so now I gotta touch a dead body, and I'm not, you know, the I'm not an Edda or something. I'm a, I'm a lord. So I'm searching a corpse. I'm befouling myself, mm-hmm. losing my honor to go in to help something. It's an interesting concept. It is. It is. Like you can't. And like, the best way to actually do it, because even the form, even the older versions i never felt like had the same kind of sting no it's at least the gravity of a situation you know it's that's the thing is like or or what's it what's it um like say my guy's a yojimbo and um the 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 courtier he's looking for has gotten into a bad love triangle with somebody i've i've got to extricate that person from this and i may have to go and get my hands dirty to do so Mm mm-hmm you know, it's like, what happens? Like, well, some scorpion charmer has gone in, you know, turned my, tor- turned oh, poor what little, was name? turned poor little, uh, tor- poor little doji Matoko's head. Now I got to go and find this person and give them a roughing up in the backs, backs. What, what were the two guys, the, the two characters? They were, they were like the best fucking characters ever. The poison master. You're talking about Hametsu and... Who else? Uh, the girl. And uh, Kachiko. Kachiko. That's yeah. It. It's like, that's the thing. Is like Kachiko uh, and Hometsu. Those are like my two favorite cards. And you can lose, you could like, Bayushi Kachiko comes up on your character and starts hitting on said character. You gotta resist that somehow. And that's not an easy thing to do. You know, it's, it's, it's it goes in, it makes uh, it problematic and interesting. <laughs> the thing, the thing I find with RPGs is that if they have a name of a game that you've already been burned by, <laughs> you're less likely to play them. And D&D, d I don't know how they survived 4th Ed, because they burned a lot of people with 4th Ed. Uh, I mean, it's not here, obviously. But no, why, no, why would we but, have 4th Ed here? Right. But 5th Ed, phenomenal job. Amazing. Of saving that genre. And what I, what I that, find... That, the game, saving the game. You know what I found is like, like we we're, we're talking a lot about nerd culture, but D and D since fifth edition has become such a more common thing now. Mm-hmm. Like people just playing D and D, and it's 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 huge. Like I I will be at a, I was at a wedding or something, and people who as I didn't really know were talking about their D and D games that they played in, and I'm just like, that's nuts. So you know, it's become the Yoville and Farmville of. I wouldn't put it no, in. I mean, 
Farmville, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I actually did play that game for a little bit. I did to watch so things rot. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it was so, it's become so much more widescreen in how they did it. I don't know, because I would have thought 4th had burned all of their bridges. It did. It burned a lot of bridges because everybody went back. Everyone took. Everyone went to Paizo. Yep. Every single person that played D and D went back to Paizo. I think what saved them is when they were testing Fifth Ed, the their modules that they were putting out with like Fourth Ed skins on them, like yeah. a lot of the um, the Underhive stuff, the uh, Keep on the Dark Fell or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. They were hard focusing on Faerun for a little bit, yeah. and they knew Faerun fans were going to be all over that. And I think that's why Fifth Ed survived. I mean, not survived, but I think that's right. why it's not, it no, happened. No, Fifth Ed's not thriving. Um, it, it is not like if Fifth Ed were doing anywhere near as good as even Fourth Ed was. It is, though. I think it's, it's blowing it's, it out of the water. But here's the thing. By now, Fourth Ed had two other setting books. We're on their third Monster Manual, their second... Their second have you seen how guy? many books that they have out for for uh, fifth for, ed for fifth ed? They have half of a setting book for Faerun, which uh, the sword the Swords Coast Adventurer Guide, which a lot of people were disappointed with. Um, they have a new setting for Ravnica, which is an awful lot of fluff. I I love it, but I know why they're, they're trying fl- to save magic with it. Is what they're doing. It, it's it's a thing. But the, it's it's a it's another thing with that is like uh, the monster guy like Volos all yeah. these things they they're coming out with stuff uh, like now it's ramped up but when this came out like they were not coming out with things as fast they were coming but out they, with adventure modules but they were still playtesting because when they they introduced they don't have the advanced classes like they used to no they and, don't and for them like I. You, you mentioned psionics last time, and you want a psionics. I love books. psionics. They're still playtesting it. They have rules on the website that they're playtesting yeah. to try to bring it out. But and what I love about they're the, actually putting the time into developing the stuff. And is that's what I think. that is a beautiful thing. But what the problem is, is that um, Starfinder is amazing. A Kickstarter game, but that's a company that came through. Yeah, but it's also like Starfinder is an amazing game. And I believe if they are, go with the rule changes they did to Starfinder, to Pathfinder, Pathfinder 2 has the same way you, you can have an entire group play fighters, but not a single one of them even being remotely the same, the way you right. can play Starfinder. The options are limitless. The way they have things done are way cooler. If that's what they're doing for Pathfinder 2, it is going to blow... It's going to just do a shit ton of damage to D&D 5th Ed. Because it's going to come out and it's going to be like, cool, you guys have fighters, right? Every fighter is essentially the same until it hits 3rd level. In in Pathfinder 2, it's going to be every fighter is completely different every level. Hmm. Because the way they have things focused, it's like with Starfinder, you can go, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the fighter class. But I'm also like a pop star. But I'm also like a member of this cult. I'm also part of this. And it's just like your character has their own specific level up progression. You know? I think that's... Yeah, I mean... 
D and D is gonna is the only thing I think holding Wizards, and obviously it I think it involves their parent company because when Wizards stopped becoming only Wizards and they they were basically bought by Hasbro, mm-hmm. I think that's where the problem came in because Hasbro doesn't give a shit. Hasbro sells toys. Yeah, they don't sell fucking cardboard games. They don't sell when a company fucking D and D. When a company buys another company. It's because they want to break into that market. They're yeah, using that individual as an easy path to get into that um, market. They used a lot of, like, Wizards of the Coast card game resources to try, like, various shit that didn't really pan out. So, like, I think they bought Wizards not for D&D. I think they bought Wizards for Magic. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, hands fine. Hands down. Yeah. Which is fine. And it's, like, what's funny, because, like, I remember... Like, Wizards of the Coast used to be, like, this weird little RPG company that had stuff to it. It didn't have, like, you know, the frickin' uh, Dungeons & Dragons. That was TSR yep. and stuff. And now, yeah, I mean, things just got really crazy. But then again, I remember for the the short time that Wizards of the, Wizards of the Coast had their own game store. It did. That thing was nuts. I, um, they had one in, uh... The shop in one of the malls near us, but they also it also absorbed a company that was separate from them called the Gamekeeper, which I worked for. It was uh, it was an interesting experience to say the least. It's kind of it was one of those things where it's like you didn't realize when you started working there how much of a con- how much control that the parent company had at that point, and by extension the further parent company because you were basically it was a daisy chain experience where it's like well you you were technically work for I, wizards. Okay, well, you also work for Hasbro. Um, <laughs> who do I technically work for? Yes, that's not an answer. <laughs> I'm selling will... board games along the, alongside Pokemon and Magic, because Wizards owned them for a brief moment. I will say that... Uh, and Yu-Gi-Oh! When yeah, it first came out. In that the Wizards stores was like the only time that you could see a company had put thought into what the store should look like. Like, they had the faux wood paneling and stuff. Like, it looked like you were going into some sort of semi-mystic library thing, as opposed to... Going into Gamer's Paradise, which looked like you were going into some back alley to buy like airsoft guns from someone, that's and they happened to have a were. couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's like, to, hey you to want to be some... fair, that, that's how I started with miniatures. I went into like some like fucking random thing in Stratford, and it was like in the corner, and then they were like, oh, play this stuff, and you can paint your stuff like this, and I'm just like, what oh, you just you take tin bits and you just they, lather it over? That's but they would, uh, yeah, basically, yeah. and then they would. Um, what did they do? They sold paintball guns and filled your air tanks for paintball. Yeah, and, and it was. <laughs> what was it called? Black Knight Games? Was that what it was called? What was the name of that? Or, uh, Lion. Fuck. Noble Knight. Games. Noble Knight. Knight. That's what it was. Noble that, Knight. That company was defunct because taxes were something they didn't feel like paying. Right. Oh, oh, they got. They got, they got screwed ransacked. hard. They got ransacked by the IRS. I remember the out. only reason I got into. Like, uh, freaking 40k and all that stuff was because I wanted to have a game that I could play with my brother to have what little bonding time I knew we'd have left before he reached the age where he realized I sucked as a human. <laughs> so, I appreciate your optimism, my friend. That's true, man. I'm uh, pretty much pretty awful, but uh, like, he was still he, he had he gotten he was before he, he was of the age where he was off doing all of his own stuff, and you know. <laughs> It, it was it was neat for what little time it had. I mean, he had his Tyranids and stuff, and we I'd help him build them and paint them and all that stuff. And I actually got in on Mordheim. Wow, that's nuts. I got in on Mordheim. 
They had some of the cool miniatures. I love the the Chaos Carnival, the Nurglings and the Strongman and all that stuff. I um I played Undead Vampires because I thought it was cool that I didn't have to pay for my units. I can just res them at the end of the match. <laughs> Ooh, crap. I was like, oh, so my vampire just gets to spend all the money on himself for himself? Yes! Oh, wait, I can just flood it with, like, zombies and, like, ghouls? Oh, okay, cool, let's do it. <laughs> it's like, this is why your aristocrat has this awesome magic sword and right, stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, so as long as my vampire doesn't die, I'm good, right? Okay. <laughs> you can sit back here in case I need you. Oh, man, I can't tell you how many times where I'm like, he could, like, there was one point in the, in the campaign where I'm like, oh, my dude can fly. And I'm like... Wait a minute. I'm like, let's just test this out real quick. And I freaking slaughtered half the field. And I'm like, yeah, I, he's never touching combat again. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I basically b- uh, bought the uh, the carnival thing because I had a, a Nurgle army and I wanted to use like the strongman as champion, as a champion and like a bunch of the other things. I really wanted the Skaven back then because... Okay, the Skaven were cool because they had, like, guns and stuff. Yeah. But then you had the dwarves who also had guns, and they didn't... Guns weren't a thing in fantasy. No. They just were not a thing. So they were, like, the only way to get them. So they were kind of cool, but I never did anything with them. What little time I played as dwarves. What's your your idea? We form a line, and we wait for them to charge at us. And we shoot them until they get here. Which was a very viable strat for a couple of additions. I'm I'm just like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, we got cannons. Well, but they're they're coming for Cannons, us. Cannons, anvils, handguns. It's like okay, okay. It's like I painted up a whole thing of miners to infiltrate, and I just never used them. Yep. I'm like, I'm like these guys look cool. They're never seeing battle. We're gonna charge you. What are you gonna do? Stand and shoot. <laughs> How's that gonna Damn work? It. <laughs> How's that gonna work? Well, it's gonna work exceptionally well when you come into close combat and realize we actually are really good at that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh is that is that a great weapon? Yeah, kind of a lot of us have them. Yeah. Like everybody in the army. No. And then they put out the Keldoran overlords and they just suck. <laughs> Are those the freaking steampunk balloon yeah. guys? I'm like, okay, I'm like there's a million ways you can hold design on. someone improperly. That's one of them. That was awesome. They were very awesome. And then the new edition of the game came out. And it totally destroyed them. So all those people that bought into the game, including the uh, the water elves, they put them out just before the edition. That almost got me in because they look so neat. When they switched over to the new edition, it killed all of the good armies. <laughs> Every single one of them. They're, I was like, wow. Jesus Christ. I, that like... is... I mean, I looked at those guys, I'm like, this might be my fantasy army. Because they looked so cool. They're they're definitely still playable. They're not as bad as the Overlords, but they're still pretty. Dude, bad. I just I just paint, man. I don't have time or a place to even play, so I don't even know why that's a thing. I mean, I play at the store when I get a chance, but most of the time I'm painting. Yeah. Which is funny because like I'll go to the store, they're like, "Wow, your stuff's really well painted." I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's the only thing I can do." <laughs> it's either this or just build devices for torture. Meta Knight. <laughs> I think, uh, the, I think we've hit the wall here. Yes, All right, so yes, where we are did. we? The wall? The wall. Yeah, we're done. Another brick. Put it in there. Boom. I believe we all finished for this Goes session. Goes the dynamite. Yes, everyone. Love and click the like and subscribe button. And blah, 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 blah. It won't bring your people back. <laughs> so, in all seriousness, thank you for joining us on the Angry War Gaming 
Angry War Triangle. We can't even get our own name right. This is the terrible. Angry, War Angry Dangry Warble Darbles and his Marble Harbles. All right. So uh, we, we will be having this up on Podbean at some point when, 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 our, when our illustrious editor finds his way out of a 60-hour work week to do so. I will be recording this also on cassette tape and whipping at people in the street. In I'll hopes. catch that cassette. <laughs> and eventually it'll end up on YouTube as a byproduct of you know, whenever the hell somebody gets around to doing I'm it. Trying so to I can s- finally watch it! I'm also working with various people to transfer this into a sexually transmitted disease. So, <laughs> so listen for that. Eventually, it'll, bre- it'll break out in like a rash that you could hear. As far as uh, we're, social media is concerned, we don't, we're acting like it doesn't exist, because apparently it doesn't. I, get, I guess I do have the right Twitter handle. Oh, we should probably talk about Twitter. Yeah, I don't actually use Twitter all too often, but um, if everybody is interested, I am. What, what am I? I had to change my goddamn Twitter name. I thought it was, oh, at, I thought it was at the Angry Wargamer. Yeah, at Angry underscore Wargamer. Uh, you can follow me. I really don't post too much on there except for random bullshit, but I do have a. Facebook page AWG painting which is my painting page but I will create one for the podcast so I guess follow the painting page and or keep listening here and we will tell you what the new page is and And I will have to create another page apparently I have a Twitter as well so I'm gonna put that out that's that's Phil (laughs) yeah in in case you have some hate mail it's at last underscore hexile which is H-E-X-I-L-E. And I don't know if I actually tweet anything, but apparently I have one. And I have some followers, which is weird. That's Wait, what happens. Spell it again? The cult forms when you're not looking. Yeah. It's... Spell it one more time. At underscore what? At underscore... I don't know. At last underscore hexile. H-E-X-I-L-E. It's got a... Oh, it's got some stuff I've drawn. That's weird. DM Phil. Yep, that's me. I'll follow you. Uh-oh. Holy shit. This is a lot of stuff I was going to be doing with things that was stuff. Yeah. Uh, apparently Lando's the only one without a Twitter. Join the cult, Lando. You can't make me. You're very correct. I can't. Hey, I have someone following me. I'm going to follow them back now. That's how that works, people. Okay. It's just fucking all polite. Right. For, for all of us here at the at the round table, it's been an honor and a privilege. Have a lovely evening. Yo.